Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are on the planet. You are listening to your host from the podcast, Naima Northstar. Plug into the wonderful you right here on Spotify. And many of you listen to and tune in on Apple and many other platforms. We are so grateful for all of you that join us all over the world, live or on the recording. We are grateful to have you. Today is February 19th, 2024. It is President's Day here in the United States. And beyond that, we are still celebrating Black History Month. So with that said, I just want to welcome you all. Those of you that have, or if this is your first time joining us, please gather a candle to help you focus. The flicker of the flame, you can stare at that and just listen to my voice. Bring your wallet so you can change the energy around money in your wallet. So you can change your relationship with money every time you see your wallet as you do these exercises with us on Mondays or listening to this in your own free time. When you look at your wallet, you will begin to see your wallet flourishing and have money stuffed crammed and jammed in your wallet or wherever you store your money. But it is a fun exercise that we do, and it really, really works and changes the way you feel about money. And we also would like for you to bring a bill or two, a light bill, a gas bill, a mortgage bill, rent bill, whatever, and we're going to change the energy around that as well. So when you get that that time of the month when you are to pay, you will have an attitude of gratitude. And when you change that, your bills change. I mean, really, it's, it's magical. The bills that you have, if they're worrying you, stressing you out, frustrating you, causing you anxiety, this is a, this is a must for you. When you get that bill, you write thank you, paid in full, you actually feel the feeling that you would have if that bill was paid off. And you keep doing that over and over and over again. And I guarantee you, your relationship and the way you feel when that bill comes in on a monthly or bi-monthly basis, whenever it comes in, it will not stress you out. Bring some water to hydrate yourself, an open heart, and an open mind. And with that said, those of you that can speak, I know Rodney, I don't know if you're able to speak, um, but anyway, thank you for cluing me in that you are going to be working today. Uh, but you are always with us, and you may be listening to us, so we're just sending you out a lot of love. So those of you that can say good morning, please do so, and then we will continue on with our podcast, Naima, No Star, Plug Into the Wonderful You. Do we have anyone that can? Good morning. Is that our amazing Mr. Marcus? Yes, it is. Mr. Marcus, last night I was looking at your artistry. That picture, that painting, that artwork that you did is just magical. I shared it with uh, one of my family members. And they said, we were texting back and forth really, really late 
last night, early morning on the East Coast. And she was responding and saying the detail in that picture is just amazing. I'm going to post that picture on our thread because um, you are amazing. And thank you so much. It it is just amazing work, just amazing. And I'm just looking forward for you to be in galleries, for you to call us, or either announce it on the podcast. Oh, Naima, guess what? Family, our tribe, my artwork is being displayed, so-and-so, and I'll take pictures of it and send it to Naima so she can send it out on the on the thread. But I'm just knowing you are the real deal. You, well, thank you, you. are that, so That's part of my... That's part of my dream that I, that I wrote down in that sign you gave us, too. Excellent. Now, uh, are you reading that every every morning or every day? Every yes. day. Good. Yes. So you're putting it in the text of the present text. Like, I'm in that the gallery. My work is being sold. People love it. They, they've come up to me. And this is a great exercise for you to do when you're in bed. And I know you may be doing that other thing, but you could include, um, even in the daytime, uh, when you take your little lunch break or whatever, you could just rest and think of, imagine people coming up to you, complimenting you on your artwork. Just imagine people coming and walking up. You did? You put that in there? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So is there anyone else that is uh, able to speak and you're not at your work, not driving and all of that good stuff? And I'm just really honored that some of you do that, that you feel that this podcast is that important to you and valuable that you take us on the road with you and you take us into the boardrooms and into the gyms and the grocery stores and it, it's amazing the stories that I that I get back from all of you. So if anyone else is able to say good morning, please do so. All right. So anyway, those of you that um are gonna I haven't muted us yet and we'll wait until more join us this morning. But I did want to celebrate Black History Month, which I believe Black History is every day for me. Um, because I know that everybody, I don't care if you come from Europe, Spain, uh, Italy, uh, Russia, uh, the Orient, um, the, the China, J- Japan, you are, you are, you are of African descent. There is no man, woman on this planet that does not have the DNA of the black woman. So you, are definitely part of this Black History Month. And uh, we're going to celebrate a gentleman that is, his name is Granville T. Wood. He was born 1856, and he lived until 1910. He was an accomplished inventor. He patented over 60 patents during his lifetime. Granville T. Woods also not only 
had over 60 patents in his lifetime, but he improved the function of railroads. One of his most notable was inducting or bringing to the airline, I mean, the roadways, telegraph systems, which was they were able to communicate with each other while they were on these trains traveling. They could actually communicate with each other, and they were able to locate the train. So that was just one of the things that Granville T. Woods, who was born 1856 and lived to 1910, what he, what his contribution is to the Americas and abroad. And as I'm researching all of the ancestors and whether it's in art, whether it's in sports, whether it's inventions, the invention of the refrigerator, the invention of the heater, the invention of the, the iron board, the invention of the green light, the invention of the gas map, I guarantee he did those. The elevator door that automatically opens and closes, that was created by a black person, a black woman. She created the spoon with the holes in it, the female spoon that you can go and kind of sift through and get more vegetables in your soup if you want to or whatever, a little strainer in the spoon. The ice cream, the ice cream scoop, the first one was created by a black man. The potato chip, as you know, was invented up in Saratoga, New York, by a black chef uh, at a very prestigious and very ritzy restaurant. This rich gentleman came in and ordered potatoes, and he sent the potatoes back to the chef said that they were too thick. So the chef, and I'll get you his name next week, the chef, and probably his professor's on, he'll probably have it by the time I'm finished with this story. I didn't intend to go into this, but I just want you to understand that these people did all of that when they were confined and couldn't go into certain places and was deemed two-thirds of a man. I mean, just so many boundaries and so much negativity around them, but in spite of it all, they had some awareness of themselves and they had tapped into a universal energy that was that where they were getting all of this information to create all of these things. So getting back to that rich man sending back those potatoes to the chef, the chef, as many of you know, are pretty egotistical beings. And he took offense to this man not enjoying his cuisine. So what he did, he sliced the potato so thin and put it in that frying oil and sent it back out to the gentleman and history was made. Do you know that is the number one snack? That is almost, I think that they said that, that was the number one snack, potato chips and guess what, like many of our people, they, he did not patent the process, so we know that he did not get rich from his invention. But boy, anyone that has eaten a potato chip, that saying, that slogan is true. 
You can't just eat one potato chip. It's just, it's literally almost impossible. And if you do, you really kind of have to just walk away from the bag. Um, I've never tried it because if I'm going to eat a potato chip, I'm going to eat about nine or ten of them, and I'm good, I'm going to be good. I'm not going to be guilty about it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to move on. But maybe one of you have made, uh, eaten, had taken that challenge and ate one potato chip and, and could do that. So that's just a few of the things that I've been studying, and, I, and I'm always asking the universe, okay, who should I feature today? Who should I feature today? But if you go on my Facebook page and Instagram, I am posting a black figure, whether it's civil rights, whether it's inventions, whether it's whatever, I'm posting every day and honoring one of our ancestors. So with that said, I hear that there are others that have joined us. You are listening to your host, Naima from Naima North Star. Those of you that would love to say hello and any other conversation, please leave that for the end of our podcast. A, a good hello, introduce yourself, and then we're going to move on. Good morning, Anybody? family. This is Professor. How is oh, everybody? And uh, a name of that uh, gentleman who invented uh, potato chip was named yes. George Crumb. I, I figured it was something like that. I didn't want no, to I, I, rename no, I, him. I, I, no, what I did, I, I had to go. I didn't know it offhand. I had to Google it. <laughs> so well, what are you I talking? Said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finished. I know Professor will have his name, but you yeah. did hear um, who I introduced today um, or feature. His name is Granville T. Woods. He yes, I was is, familiar uh, with him. Okay, so anyway, we we talked about him a little bit. Yeah, and so yeah. thank you for P- Professor. But you can also say, um, you know, your banner. Definitely. Oh, hey, I'm feeling like everyone on this call. And knowing the truth of you, being great, grand, and glorious. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We are, Professor. You know, uh, last week while laying in the bed, I was sharing with our amazing artiste, Marcus. And I don't know if you were you were on when I was sharing that he did a piece for me. Uh, and it's, it's so magnificent. I can't even describe it. I'm going to post it on our post. And the detail in this picture, he even put the reflection of the sun on the buildings. Just, it's just magical. And one day last week, I was laying in the bed, and, you know, I always do my processes. I listen to the recording. And then after that, I imagine people coming up to me, complimenting me on my work. Um, or either complimenting me on something and smiling in the bed. And as I laid there, I said, I'm great, Grant, and glorious. <laughs> and I thought of you. So thank you so much for introducing that into my psyche because it is real, it is, it has taken root. Believe you me, it has taken root. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Professor. Thank you. Oh, our pleasure. We love having you. Is there anyone else on this call that can say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are on this planet? All right. 
Well, I know we have plenty of people on here, but those of you that might have joined us for the first time, please get a candle. We have a candle because this is a tool that you could use to focus on the flicker of the flame. And you can listen to my voice. You will not be distracted. You'll be lit, looking at the flame and you'll get lost in the flame, and then you can really let all of these, this wisdom and all of these tools that I'm going to share with you and thought patterns to really resonate and go deep into your psyche. So when you're walking around, and I do have clients, my RTP clients, they say, I do hear you, Naima, because in my RTP sessions I said, and my voice goes with you. And they said, sometimes when I'm getting ready to do something, I'll hear your voice and I'll automatically just change and do what's going to be beneficial to me. So that's why you're going to use that candle. If you don't have a candle, I have, I have beautiful flowers in the house because of, you know, Valentine's Day. And so I'm looking at these beautiful sunflowers. And so you can get lost in a flower if you like or pick a spot on the wall. But just something that keeps your attention so you can listen and download the words and the feelings that I'm going to invoke in those words that will resonate with you. And of course, we love for you to bring a bill. Why? Because we, we, our intention is for you to learn how to master your emotions surrounding money. That no matter what is happening in your, the world of money with you, you will not become anxious or afraid or scared or hopeless or feeling overwhelmed, the exercise with the wallet is for you to imagine that you have so much money that you are cramming and jamming it into your purse, into your wallet, into the envelope, into your side table, into your cookie jar. Just visualize those, that money being there or in a suitcase. How many of us how many times do you see suitcases loaded with money on TV? And how you become a master at visualization is in really exercising that muscle is that you take a picture or the real thing and you stare at it and you close your eyes and you bring back to remembrance that vision that you have, that picture in detail. And then you open your eyes again and you look at that thing and you look at it in greater detail and then you close your eyes and then you download that picture and then you bring back in remembrance of what you saw. Then you open your eyes and you look at it again. When you do that, you are training your visualization imagination to get stronger and stronger and stronger and more definite and more defined. So those of you that are new on the call, that is why I'm asking us to do a visualization. And that is a exercise you can do to exercise that muscle so you can be a master at looking at something, closing your eyes, and bringing that picture right back up in your imagination in detail, the color, everything about whatever it is you're desiring. Just get a vivid, detailed picture of it in your mind, giving it a blueprint to operate from. 
So, and of course, your water, we want you hydrated, open mind, open heart, and then select somewhere in your place where it's a neutral zone, where you're not talking to other people, where you're not looking at the news, where you're not um, feeling sad or paying your bills. Pick a neutral spot that when you sit in that spot, even maybe in the midday, when you want to revisit some of the things that we share here or the YouTubes that you're watching or books that you've been reading over the years, that you can really institute and create those feelings that you already have that what you are requiring. Remember, we're not wanting, we're not longing. We are requiring certain things to unfold and to demonstrate in our life, to allow our lives to be even fuller and more exciting and more enjoyable. But we never start with the lack that we're not having what we desire. We already are so blessed, so blessed, and we just want to create more to enjoy more of what this world has to offer because we are limitless beings. And there are thousands and thousands and millions of possibilities for us. And it all begins with how you're thinking and how you're feeling about yourself. That is the energy flow that is attaching you to an experience. And the experience is really going to mirror out from you. Neville Garter puts it, it's pushed out from you. So just check your, your thought patterns. And if things are keep coming up in your in your world, people are abusing you, people are not treating you right, you're not having enough money, whatever those issues are, just saying, oh, that issue is in me and I'm pushing it out. So I'm going to go inward and I'm going to do some house cleaning and I'm going to do some imprinting and I'm going to get some RTT, rapid transformational therapy from Naima or someone else or I'm going to get coaching, but I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to get to the root cause of why I'm dupl just reproducing the same kind of experiences. I'm desiring new experiences so I know that I can't change it from the outside. Even if I go and move across the country, even if I take a vacation, I'm still taking me. And if I'm having these kind of issues here, these kind of experiences here, <laughs> I'm going to have them there because I'm going to go there with me, and me is going to produce what I'm producing here. So with that said, is there anybody else that would love to say good morning before I put us on mute and go into our podcast this morning? All right. All right. So um, welcome all of you to your podcast, Naima North Star, Plug Into the Wonderful You. Today is February 19th. It is President's Day. And beyond President's Day, we are still in celebration of our ancestors and all of those amazing people that never allowed themselves to quit, never allowed what was happening on the outside of them in society dictate to them how they were going to feel about themselves or their mental capacity or their intellect. We don't care that you feel that we're not that smart, that we're two-thirds of a man, and we're treated like trash, really, and not honored, not respected. But you know what? I know who I am, 
I know that I have the great I am in me, and I have ideas that are coming up in my head, and I'm not going to talk myself out of not doing what I have been called here to do. So they are a great example for us because we are truly in a different place. There is no place on this in this country that you're not able to go into and sit down and people serve you even with a smile now. You do not see any signs around where it says no Mexicans, no blacks, no dogs. You are free to go to any library. You could go to Google Institute University, which I use all the time. I just go and Google. You learn so much right in the comfort of your home. So if you have an idea, allow yourself to manifest that. Allow yourself to believe in yourself that if you have the idea that the universe is standing, really standing at its tippy toes, ready and willing to supply you with the money, with the resources, with the people, with the place, with the things, whatever it is you need, but you must, you must take the first step. You don't have to see the whole staircase as our beloved Dr. Martin Luther King shares with us, but you must have faith enough to take the first step. And I want you to get real with yourself. If you are having ideas and experiences that you would love to entertain and take part in, I want you to go in that mirror and I want you to look at yourself in that mirror and I want you to say, I love you. Everything is available to you, sweetheart. I love you. You can do anything you set your mind to. I love you. But convince yourself. Convince you. That's all who needs convincing. If you want inspiration, just go and look up all of these people that invented all of these creature comforts and inventions. And it's just amazing what we have accomplished in the midst of the storm, but saw beyond the storm and had the faith and the courage to continue on. So do your thing. Everything is available for you. So our quote for today is never be limited by other people's limited imagination. And that is by Dr. May Jameson. And, you know, she was an astronaut and still is. Again, never be limited by other people's limited imagination. By Dr. May Jameson. Thank you, Dr. May Jameson. Also, I want to thank each one of you that have invited others to our podcast, our life-changing podcast. Very, very appreciative. And again, those of you that get the recording, you can always share it. Just text it to other people. Text it to um, people that you know that may be having challenges and just say, hey, just check this out. You send it. They might not listen to it for a month, but that at 2 o'clock in the morning, they might think, oh, yeah, Professor, he sent me, Mr. Marcus sent me this recording. Chevelle sent me that recording. Let me just tap into that. I need help. And the Spirit might be guiding them 
There's something that will help them. There might be something that we say or share on this podcast that might spark them to believe in. I can get through this. This too shall pass. Let me listen to this again. What are they saying? If I'm thinking a thought, it's creating a feeling. And the feeling is creating an action. And the action is leading me to an event. And the event is going to be an experience. Oh, she's saying change your thoughts. So while they might be in despair, feeling hopeless and helpless, it may, they may have an epiphany where they just, I get it, Naima. Right now, I'm not going to be feeling bad. I'm not going to be uh, just feeling like I have no control, that everybody is in control of me, and I know. What does she say? Oh, change your thinking. Switch out the thought. That's Buddhism also. It says if you want to be happy and you're miserable, change out the thought of misery and think of something happy, something to make you happy. That's how you change your thought. You just change out the thought that's not serving you, and you put in a thought that is your cheerleader, your best friend, and supportive of you. And you just keep changing out those those thoughts that are not helping you, that are hindering you, and you just keep changing out those thoughts, keep changing. As soon as you notice them, and with my clients, my, my clients, I advise them, I'll give you this tip, is that when a thought comes up and it's kind of stuck in your brain, go grab a piece of pen, a paper and a pencil and write out, out the opposite. Oh, I don't have that much money for my bills. I want you to get that piece of paper with that pen and say, I have plenty of money. Money flows to me. I live in a universe that's abundant. And just write out sentences like that until you erase that other thought and you're downloading these other thoughts. So with that said, thank you, thank you, thank you for inviting others. And thank you all who contributed and support our podcast. And for those of you that would love to do that, you would just go to paypal.me slash forward, ask Naima. We're on Cash App. We're on Venmo. We're on Zale. And we're on all of that those platforms because of you. Each one of you have asked me to activate it and to put it into my link tree that is in your invite. And if you just tap on that link, it opens up. That There's my books, other podcasts. Every podcast we've ever had is in that link. All of the PayPals are there. The website is in that link tree. So just tap that link and it opens up and it shares everything that we're doing on this podcast and everything Miss Naima is doing for sure. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And those of you that are interested in the RTT, remember I was sharing with you, if you're open and you have no resistance and you really want to change, you really want to rewire your mind, RTT is almost 94% effective. No other modality, no other systems have that high of a percentage of where it works, efficiency and effectiveness. Nothing. Research it. Research is hypnotherapy. And everyone, I think I shared with you a couple weeks ago, Dolly Parton, and hypnotherapy, plenty of sessions of hypnotherapy. We know 
Obama has had hypnotherapy for smoking. We know Sylvester Stallone had hypnotherapy for what he does. We know Britney Spears has had hypnotherapy for what she was doing in her life. And Angelina Jolie, just so many, so many people have had hypnotherapy to assist them to accomplish or to have success in whatever their their desire was. So if you want to know more about that, just text me or email me at one naima naima at gmail. So with that said, let's just take a deep breath. Let's just take a deep breath. And um, let's just have some magical moments together, okay? Let's, let's come into agreement with that. Let's set our intention. We're going to have some magical moments. We're going to have some transformational moments today. Yes, we are. Why? Because we've intended that. I've already given thanks for a powerful, life-changing session with all of you. I've already given thanks that every last one of you have, have gone to a deeper understanding about all of the things that we share on this podcast. The light bulb has turned on, and you become so aware of what you are thinking and what you are feeling that on a dime, you say, oh, no, not today, not today, not today. I'm going to live in that space that I created with the family, with the tribe this morning. I'm going to create that feeling that Naima initiated in me of feeling good about myself, knowing that I'm the most important person in my world. Everything begins with me. It doesn't begin outside of me. It begins within me. And the more I study, the more I study, the more it validates. Man is who he believes himself to be. We are definitely the co-creators of our lives. We are tapping into a frequency that it is manifesting and right in front of us. Just think of a radio. If you want country and you live in Southern California, you dial 95.1. How do I know that? Because I'm a country girl. I love country. If I want to listen to Motown, it's KJLH. If I want to listen to classic, it's 98.1. But I can't dial into 98.1 and expect to hear country. I'm not, country is not on that frequency. Classical music is. And that's the same way with you. You have to dial in to the frequency of the lifestyle, the emotional states that you want to experience. You have to do the dial. The dial is what you're thinking. That's the dial, what you're thinking. And it is that. We know all the, think of this, all the music is playing right now, right? But we can't hear it. Jazz is being played right now in this ether that we're in. That music is playing. Everything is playing. All the musics, all the radios, all the TV shows, they're all playing. But until I pick up the, 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 turn the TV on, the radio on, and dial in 
to a radio station or TV station, I won't be able to realize it and see it and hear it. But it's playing. The music is playing. The TV shows are playing. But I'm not able to realize them because I haven't turned on the dial. So all the money that you're desiring, all the all of all of your cars, your trips, your your health, all of it is playing all around you. But where are you tapped into? Where are you tapped into? What are you dialed into? How do you wake up in the morning? Do you wake up with your hands over your 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 head in the bed, saying it's going to be a great day? Do you have your arms wrapped around you that I've encouraged you many times? So as you're waking up in the bed, you put your arms around you and you say, I love you unconditionally. I love you so much. I know I'm going to have a great day. Do you project that out? Do you use your words to to bring life or do you use your words to bring death? It's all up to you. No one can do that work for you but you. Let's breathe all of that good news in. All the music is playing, all of it. But I can't hear it. I can't experience it until I go over there to my radio and turn it on and turn on the the dial to what I want to hear. And if I want to hear country, I better turn that dial on 95.1. Because jazz will never play on that. Same way with us. Whatever frequency you are in, your frequency is what you frequently see. What keeps showing up in your life, that's the frequency you're on. So if you want to get real with yourself and say, how am I thinking? Just look at your life. This is exactly what you're thinking. Exactly what you've been thinking. The experience you're having is exactly what you've been thinking. And if you want to change that scenario those stories, those movies, you got to go within. Don't play with yourself. Be serious. Take stock of what you're thinking. Change the thought. And then you'll change you. I want to remind us to do the 369 before we move on. 369, you pick one affirmation that resonates with you. I think last week I suggested or shared mine that I got from Bob Proctor. I'm so happy and grateful now that money is coming to me in increasing amounts through multiple sources on a continuous basis. If that's help you want, if that's what you, you want, peace, exchange money for peace or whatever it is you're desiring. So you would write that out three times in the morning. I already did mine, the three. After I get off the podcast, I'll do the six. I'll write it out six times, and then at night, I'll write it out nine times and do that every day. Consistency is what's required for change. You can't do it today and skip it tomorrow. You can't even be too tired and say, oh, my God, it's midnight or 1 o'clock. I have gotten out of the bed. Not, I almost went to bed one night a couple weeks ago, and I hadn't done my nines. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I said to myself, oh, I'll just do it at and I caught myself, oh, no, no, be disciplined. That's the greatest gift you can give yourself. Pick up that book and write those nine out. I don't care if you have one eye open, which I did just about. So write that out. 
Remember our book, our, our magical, magical box. You're putting things in there, money. You're going to put play money You're going because the universe doesn't know it's play, and neither does your eyes. It's just looking at money. You could put money in there. You could put pictures of things that you desire. You could write out things that you would require in your life to make it fuller and happier and more blissful. And put that in and decorate your beautiful box. Mine is beautiful. I put bling on it. And I keep it, I set it out so I could look at it and say, oh, yeah, I know what's in there. But I don't go into it. I just put things in it. And then maybe six months or a year from now, I'll open it up and I'll look and see all the things that I said that I desired and would love to uh, entertain in my life. And also in your journal, remember, you're going to journal. Mr. Marcus, we're proud of you. Mr. Marcus said he did his journaling, and um, I start my journaling off. It has to, has to be in the present tense, and you want to write out what you desire in your life. So I just start off with I'm so happy and grateful that I create such and such amount of money every month doing what I love to do, my RTT, my coaching, my books, my podcasts, my business. My other thing that I'm creating now, been looking at bringing back something that I had a couple years ago, and I get up in the morning feeling elated, energetic, healthy, renewed, revived, regenerated, inspired, motivated, clear-headed, passionate about my calling and my work. And I, that's how I start mine. So I hope that that, that assists you. And you read this every day. And as you read this, guess what? You start adding things, and sometimes you may even subtract something. Say, okay, I already got that, so let me put something else in there. So do your journaling, please, and read that every day. You must be consistent. So I want us just to take a deep breath. I know I've given you so much this morning. But all of you, you take your time to come on this podcast. And I want you, my desire for you is to realize all of what you desire and require in your life. That's why we're here. It's for you to succeed. For you not just, just to be dreaming, but for you to realize that what you desire. That's what this podcast is all about. You learning to love yourself so much that you monitor, you observe, and you're mindful of where you let your mind go, that you will be disciplined enough to rein in any emotions that are not beneficial for you in relationships or whatever, but you actually see, oh, this is a good thing for me, that you really tap into your North Star and you allow your North Star to guide you. So as we're letting our North Star to guide us this morning, those of you that are have lit your candle, you're sitting, I hope that you just kind of disconnected all electrical devices, dim your lights, or turn your lights off. It's, it's nice to be in, in, in the dim light. And I want you to put your hand over your heart. I want you to breathe in, breathe in a, a big, big breath, celebrating your life. Bring that breath in. We're going to just bring it into our heart chakra this morning. Both hands over your heart. Think of something that you're grateful for. 
maybe that you could take that deep breath, right? Or maybe that you were able to get up this morning. And wow, what about this? You know who you are. You have a memory. You have recall. You can retain information. You know who the people are around in your house, your neighbor. Oh, what a great gift that is. A blessing. So just think of something that you feel and resonate that you are truly grateful for this morning. So now you can let that breath out. Yes, you can. As you exhale out, I want you to say to yourself, I'm releasing anything and everything right now in this moment with my tribe, with my community, that's lifting me up even higher than I could lift myself with myself. I'm letting go of anything and everything that stands between me and my inner peace. And just sink deeper and deeper into the silence with your eyes closed or staring at that flicker of the flame. With your hands still over your heart, I want you to take in another deeper breath. Bring it in. Just bring it in. Allow your face to soften and Bring that breath in. You could bring it into your belly, fill up your belly. And now let that breath go. And as you exhale, my beloved, I want you to feel like you're surrendering. You're releasing. You're letting go of any frustration, stress, hopelessness. Any feelings of not enoughness any regrets, any shame, any blame, any memories that's causing you to suffer, let that go with that breath and say again, I release anything and everything that is standing between me and my inner peace. With your hands still over your heart, take in another deep breath. This is our last deep breath before we go into a harmony, natural breathing pattern. So with your hands over your heart, thinking of something that you're grateful for, bringing in that breath. Let's bring this breath all the way down into our abdomen, past our solar plexus. Really fill up your belly with the elixir of life. And we want to just hold it a couple of seconds. And now release that breath, let go, let go, surrender anything that's standing in your way. Perfect peace. Let go of the frustration and the anxiety, beloved, the anger, and especially regrets. And say with me now, I now release anything in my mind, anything in my heart, anything in my body that stands between me and inner peace. Just let that resonate deep within you. That thought. And now as you go into a normal breathing pattern, I want you to, you can take your hands and place them face up the palms and you can rest them on your lap 
or either any place that is comfortable for you. But I want you to have your palms faced up. For you to be in the position to receive. Signaling the universe, I'm ready to receive even more good because I know that I'm lavished in abundance right now. I'm breathing. I have a place to stay. I have food in my refrigerator. Even if it's an egg and just one piece of bread, oh, I'm going to just bless that. I'm going to be grateful for that one egg and that one slice of bread and that little bit of butter. No matter what I have in my refrigerator, I'm going to visualize my refrigerator full to the gills, as my mom used to say, filled to the gills of food. I'm going to see my wallet still filled and just so filled with money, I can't even close it. I can't fold it. I live in plenty. I live in abundance. So let's just breathe that in and go into a normal breathing pattern and feel you deserve to feel this good, beloved. Feel your body permeated with this loving feeling, this peace that transcends all understanding. And recognize in this moment with all of us creating this synergy on this podcast this morning, my time. I created this wonderful feeling of inner peace. Oh, yes, she did. You have the power of choice. And I created this inner peace with my mind, my thoughts, in my body, in my heart, in my mind. And I can create this wonderful feeling any time I choose. In the midst of the storm, I can create this wonderful feeling by turning within to my North Star, asking the universe in this time of despair, asking the universe, what can I do to support myself? Is there action, infinite intelligence? Should I go on a walk? Should I read a book? But just ask the question, what is my next right move? Oh, the universe will answer in this time of despair and hopelessness and feeling bad and feeling that the world is against me. I know that's not true. It's just my own imagination at work, my old story I've been saying to myself. But I can create a new story for myself. I've worn out those old stories. I'm ready for a new story. I'm going to say the world is my oyster. All I can do and be and have anything I desire because the creator created me and created me in its own image and likeness, gave me the power to visualize, to use my imagination, to dream up even more of a fantasy that's more to my liking. Oh, victim, no more. Now fill your heart with gratitude at the wonder of being alive. Be grateful for being alive this morning. And in this time, your time, I want you to bring up a vision of yourself 
the self that you were created, the self that the, that the infinite intelligence created before people started to label you, tell you who you were with their opinions, your teachers, your mother, your father, your brother, your sisters, your employees. No, the infinite created you whole and complete and ever-expanding just like itself. The universe is always expanding, always expanding, and we know energy never dies. It just transforms, and you have the power to transform your life any way you choose. So imagine yourself, the self that you were created, go back to your original DNA coding of this amazing, phenomenal, extraordinary, magnificent being, this superstar that you are. You are the star in your movie. You are the scriptwriter. You are the producer. You are the director. You are the lighting man. You are the grip man. You're the caterer. You're the, you have background actors that you chose through the frequency that you existed on, that you were dialed into. But you're going back to your original DNA coding before all of the world told you who you were and all of the concepts that you have dancing in your head of the imposter. So get that image of you being outstanding, extraordinary, excellent in everything that you do, everything that you put your hands to. You always give more than what is required. That's just where you exist. You give more than what is required because you only work in excellence. That is your bar. Excellence. Nothing lower. And it's not determined and based on anybody else. No matter how people treat you, no matter what people have done to you, I only work in excellence. I'm wonderful. I'm magnificent. I'm an emanation of the Most High. How could I not shine my light brightly? How could I not be excellent at what I do when I'm demonstrating at the level of what I was created to be? It's an automatic. Show up. Wonderful. Magnificent. Extraordinary. And it doesn't depend on the circumstances. No, that's my bar. It doesn't depend on what other people do. That's just who and whose I am. Excellence. So see yourself at the pinnacle of your success, whatever that means to you. And each one of you have a different vision. Some of you may have all the money you desire. So you want more love, experience more love, more peace, more joy. Some of you may need a car. Other people might have a brand new car, wonderful car. Some of you may want a home. Some of you have beautiful homes. This is your time to set yourself up for the lifestyle that you desire. It's all up to you. Nobody can give you that. Nobody. 
Look in the mirror. It's the man in the mirror. It's you. So detail that person out, Mr. Marcus, that artiste. See yourself with a beret, a beret on your head like you're in Paris somewhere, painting. See yourself with paintbrushes in your hands and a smock on. That's the way we used to paint. I don't know if they paint like that anymore. And professor, see your books being in high demand. See and hear a phone call coming into you from Africa where they picked up your book or someone that paid that bought your book, shared it with someone else over in Africa, and they want to bring you back over there for you to lecture or talk about your experience. Sadly, you do the same. You're an author. Eunice, you're an author. Naima, you're an author. Visualize here. People actually texting you, emailing you, wanting you to do a book signing. Francis, see your business flourishing. And if we see ourselves in those spaces and places, who would you want to show up at? The original you, that who you were created to be, simply phenomenally awesome. So get a detailed picture of you in that state of being. Reimagine yourself the way you were created. The highest ideal of yourself, make it clear and detailed in that image. And when we are done with this session, when you walk, when you get up, when you stand up from wherever you are sitting, I want you to take on the new man, the new woman. Let that old woman, that old man go. If you want change, if you don't want change, then keep on rolling with the old. But you'll keep getting the old stuff. But if you've invested to come on this podcast with me that's all about you learning to love and value the most important person in the, your life so you can forgive yourself the things that you thought you did 20 years ago or last night. Did you become so aware of what you're thinking that anything that does not serve you in a thought pattern, you take it out and you bring in a new, more positive, more beneficial you become your greatest cheerleader. You become your greatest coach, your greatest mentor. You become in tune with who you are. So see yourself in that state, a clear image. And as you wake up every day, I want you to feel in optimal health. And ask yourself, how does that feel? Waking up in optimal health, feeling energetic, renewed, revived, radiant. And as you feel this good, feel the feeling of a feeling of gratitude for what you already have. The other day, after I did my sixes, and I do my sixes with my non-dominant hand, those of you that are disciplined enough and want to take it up a little notch, uh, pick one of those times that you're doing the three, six, nine, and do it in the opposite hand. That is opening an, a, a channel to the subconscious mind. So when you are writing it with the opposite hand, yes, it's challenging, and I wanted to quit after the first couple of words, and I'm just sticking to it. I said, oh, no, because I'm looking at the benefit of what it's going to give me. But after I got through doing the sixes with the opposite hand, I've turned on the binarial beat, 
and I sat in my spot where I meditate. It was in the middle of the day. And I didn't ask for anything. I just was giving thanks because I know I have everything in that box. I absolutely know. I know that everything I've requested, everything that's in that box, I know that I have it. And so I just, streams of tears were coming down because I realized I tapped in, I dialed in to that frequency. And they are going to show up just like my baby grand, just like the dream car, just like the cup of coffee, just like the seized candy, just like all the other things that I've desired. It just pops up. Some way, somehow, it enters my world. And as I looked at my box across the way, sitting in my meditative chair, and just coming in a total alignment with spirit, with tears streaming down, just gratitude. I don't have to ask for anything. The universe already knows my request. My request is already answered. So now just sit and just say thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I felt like some of my ancestors that when I used to see my grandmothers and they'd just be sitting in the chair and they would just be praising the Lord as they called it. And I was like looking at them and I said, wow. Oh, look at They're just in a state of gratitude. Enter that state with me now. Know that everything you have in your box, know that everything you have on your list, your I call it a living list. Some people call it a bucket list, but I call it a living list because you have to live in order to experience all those things you have on the list. And you don't want to keep checking off the list and saying, oh, my goodness, I'm getting closer and closer to the end. That's not very positive. No, don't create the living list. And just say, oh, yeah, I'm still living, and I'm going to live more to, to experience that, and I'm going to live more to experience that. Don't have a limit list. And just when you write those lists, when you put those things in your box, feel the feeling you already have it. Say to yourself or hear my voice telling you, you're already dialed in. Are you dialed in to that frequency, that vibration, that vibe? When you put that thing in that box, do you actually say, I'm so grateful now because I have it now? I know that it will objectify itself in its own strange way. So when you come out of this meditative state with me, take on the new man. Breathe it in. Feel abundant. Feel joyful. Feel happy. Feel proud of yourself. Self-praise is the antidote to low self-esteem. So praise yourself. Don't wait for other people's praise because most of the time when people compliment you or praise you, you think that they're manipulating. You think they're saying it to you because they want something from you. But when you praise yourself, you know there's no attachment to anything. You're just giving yourself it. So do that often through the days. Give yourself praise. Pat yourself on the back for all the things that you've done, that you've survived, you thrived. You're victorious in your walk here on this earth. 
And then how would you look at the pinnacle of your success? Be it real right now. Be it real. And now I want you to see it on the screen. See you on the screen, and I want you to see that you, that you. How would you walk? How would you talk? How would your hand gestures? What would you be wearing? Detail that being out. And now see that you, that powerful, that successful, that optimal healthy you, that happy you, that peaceful you, that generous you, that empathetic you, that compassionate you, that loving you. Get off that screen. And I want you to see that you running toward you. And I want you to see yourself walking towards you, that you. And I want you to see and feel yourself embracing that you, becoming one with that you, and we're going to collapse the time in the space that it would take you to get there. You already, I want you to assume that you're there right now. Not another day, not another minute, not another book, not another podcast, not another assignment. You're there right now. You were there. That's you. That's you. Now, that you, I want you to select. I want you to select, decide. What do you want to create more of in your life? Feel it. See it right now. Believe that it is yours. Go into knowing absolutely that it is yours. I don't care how far-fetched it may seem. I realized this week I was speaking to a client, and as I was holding up my cosmetics, I, it dawned on me. I said, I was the second black woman in that major department store like Macy's to be in the store. I was the second black woman to have a cosmetic in that department store. And they didn't just open my cosmetics in three stores, which I thought they were. I thought they were going to just open me, open me up in Baldwin Hills, Fox Hills, and maybe Hawthorne or, you know, the black stores. They opened my cosmetics in 23 stores. 23. Fresno, out in South, Southwest, or out there in, in Arizona. They opened me in 23 stores. The first one was Barbara Walden, because Floyd Roberts is a Jewish woman. And I was the second privately owned female to be in that store. That dawned on me. I said, God, look at what the Spirit did through me. And all I had to do was just take the first step. I had no clue. It was going to end up that big. I'm thinking of three stores. Oh, and that's what the spirit does. That's what the infinite does. You think it, you're just thinking it's going to be like this, and when it actually unfolds, it is ten times, a hundred times, a thousand times bigger than than what you thought it was going to be. Because they say that if you saw what it really would look like, you you would be going into too much fear. You wouldn't even start because it would be so overwhelming. If I thought, oh, it's going to be in 23 stores, I might not even, but I'm thinking, oh, they'll open me in three stores with this cosmetic kit. 
designed for women of colors, Latinos and black, fair-skinned black women to dark, to darker hues. Yeah, they're just going to over me in the Fox Hills and, and just the black stores, predominantly black stores. <laughs> then the buyer says, oh, we're going to open you in 23 stores. I almost fell off the chair. Oh, my God, 23? Well, that order of the cosmetics is going to be huge. It's going to be a lot more than what I anticipated. So whatever your dream is, however you see yourself, the universal consciousness that you're a part of, that you're an extension of, that you're a manifestation of, oh, it's so much bigger than what you could see with your temporal eyes. So much more because that what you don't see is bigger and huger, more magnificent than what you could see. So now that you've decided, you moved into believing and knowing, I want you to see yourself in it, whatever it is, whatever it is, a great opportunity for your business, amazing opportunity for you to share your books, your merchandise, your products, your services. See that. See, you've got clients and customers clamming for your goods, for your services. See it. See it and ask yourself, how would I feel? That's dialing into the frequency when you say, how does it feel? It's all about your feelings. All about your feelings. So feel it real. And as Neville Gardner says, think from the dream. Don't wait for the dream to, to show up for you then to act like it. No. No. You have to believe it before you see it. Thank you, Wayne Dyer. You have to believe it before you see it. That's where your vision comes in. What does it say? A man with no vision perishes. The truth. You have to have a vision for yourself. You must be the captain of your ship. You must dial in to the coordinates of your destination. And like the scenario or, or the example that I shared with you a week or two ago, when I looked at that cruise ship, I said the people that are going to get on that cruise ship, they've been excited for a long time. They didn't wait to get excited the day of their cruise. Oh, they've been excited for a long time, ever since they purchased the ticket. They've been excited. And guess what? When they get to the cruise ship, they're not going to stay in their cabins until they get to the destination. Oh, no, they're going to party. They're going to have a good time. The whole trip, that's the way I want you to look at your life. I got my ticket. I've got the ticket. The universe has given me the ticket, and the ticket is my vision. And the vision is going to play itself out, and I'm going to enjoy the whole process. I'm not going to wait until it shows up. I'm not going to wait not one more day to be grateful, to be joyful, to be in peace, and to know that I already have it. I got my ticket. It's the vision. And I'm going to ride all the way in gratitude and joy, feeling prosperous, feeling blessed, 
Some of you say I'm blessed and highly favored. Do you really believe it? Do you really believe it? Or it just sounds good. I hear people say it all the time. I'm blessed and highly favored. And then when things start to rock in their life, I asked them, they said they were blessed and highly favored. What happened? What happened to all of that energy that they were feeling good? They let the second, they let the circumstance <laughs> take it from them. So breathe that in. See it vividly. So those of you that are desiring that optimal health, feel optimal health right now. Feel replenished. Feel restored. Feel recharged mentally and physically. Feel a sense of youthfulness. Anchor yourself in these words. You'll hear my voice throughout the day. Embrace it. Saturate your mind with these words. You feel vitalized. Say it to yourself. I feel renewed. I feel replenished. I claim now and forevermore that the creative intelligence which created me knows how to restore me. Knows how to restore my health and strength. Mentally and physically, I am one with the divine. The divine lives within me. The divine, the creator, breathes me. It breathes me. There is no me without you. There is no me without the infinite. The infinite is always with me, leading me, carrying me. When I cannot walk myself, it lifts me up and carries me through the pain and, and all the discomfort and all the fears and all the overwhelm, I know at that point I am not able to walk myself, so I know that that energy is carrying me through. Why? Because I'm celebrating. I'm knowing that I know that I know. I'm calling on that energy. Show me the way. What is my next right move? Embrace it. Feel a new zest for life. Feel in line with every word I say and raise your vibration, your frequency. Renew your whole being this day. See yourself doing all the things you would love to do in that healthy body. See it right now. See yourself running up the stairs. See yourself dancing with your partner. yourself skipping, jumping rope, whatever it is, your body is responding. When you're thinking of that, your muscles are actually responding to that vision. So breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring happiness and peace, tranquility, joy, it's all the inside job. If you want to be happy, peaceful, and joyful, just tell yourself, I'm at peace. Right now, I'm at peace. Right now, I'm going to do something that helps me to be even happier than I am inside. I feel miserable. What can I do to help me to be happy? What can I do to change the trajectory of my thoughts? Okay, I'll cry. I'll beat up a pillow. Some of you may want to just let off your steam. However you do that, do that. Let it out and move on. And then say, okay, I let it out. I screamed, I cursed, I beat a pillow. The energy is now out of my body. I didn't just kind of cover it up. No, I'm going to let it out. 
And now what can I do to bring myself back into a peaceful state of being? What can I do to bring joy welling up within me? I know I can't go somewhere for joy. I know I can't go somewhere for peace. I know I can't go somewhere outside of myself for any of those things because I know I'm carrying myself with me wherever I go. So if I'm miserable here, I'm going to be miserable over there. You know, we had a thing, and um, I've been a boss and an, ex- an executive, and sometimes people would come to me and they would say, you know, I don't get along with my boss, and and my bosses, they don't like me, and I'm and I was trained, you never move a problem. Never. And I did it a couple of times. I said, oh, well, this young lady or this gentleman, he's having a tough time in this store. And, and he says that the, the boss has given him, you know, all kind of negativity and they don't like him. and whatever. So I would actually go against my bosses because I had faith in the person. And I'd say, no, I'm going to change them and put them into this store over here because they want to go to this store over here. Okay, I put them over there. Guess what? In two or three months, guess what? Oh, they got a problem with that boss. And I looked. And I told my bosses, you're right. You don't move the problem. If they have a problem there, they're going to have a problem over there. Because it's all in the way they are interpreting. And I've had tough bosses. I had tough bosses. And I wanted to leave the store too. Or I wanted to be transferred. But you know what I said this one boss, uh, Mr. Lustig and Barbara Pimpleton. I remember when they used to come into my store, I would just feel like I just wanted to salute them. They were so tough on me. I just wanted to salute them. And sometimes I would say, you know, they don't like me. You know, they I, I bet you they treat me different than they treat the person over there. And the spirit said, girl, do the work with a smile. Do your best. They they have no control over your life. They have no control over your life. Do a great job. Be steady. Keep a great attitude. Let them be who they are. You're being trained to be master of your emotions. You're being trained not to be moved by what other people are doing to you. Okay, this is CEO training. Okay. And when the time came, I get a phone call. We heard about you. We want to hire you over here. I filled out one application when I came to California. One. Every other job I had, I always feel like I would just expand out of that opportunity. Just Keep giving it your best. The universe will reach down and lift you up because the cream always comes to the to the top. And that energy will lift you up out of that circumstance and take you somewhere else. You don't ever have to run around, oh, my goodness, they don't like me. They treat me bad. And, and I, no, I don't even – I'm just saying I know, I know that I know who – is in control of my life. I never give the man power. 
because I know that I am protected. But once you know that, that they're not the end all of the end all, that they're just man, but you serve something higher than man, never give man the power. But you feel protected. You feel like at the end of the day, even though you feel like you're falling on your face, you know that you're going to land on your feet. It's the truth. You will grow out of the circumstance. The cream always comes to the top. Master your own emotional state. So the peace and the joy, all of it's within you and will be pushed out, as Neville Goddard says. Breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring prosperity, remember prosperity is a tool. And as I've reminded you all the last couple of weeks, I do believe, I say you are the chosen one. You are the chosen one. The universe chose you to show up in this time, space, and reality. You are the chosen one. Chose you to be here this time, in this moment. And if it's more prosperity that you're desiring, ask yourself in the universe, what is my next right move? What can I do with my talents and skills that you gave me? Promote my book more, my services, my merchandise, my products, my company. Do I need to take a class or two to help me to become more savvy, to learn more techniques, to hone my craft? As I create this prosperity, see yourself in that prosperous state and seeing that you use your prosperity as a tool. Think of the amount that you desire. Write it down. Put it in your magical box. No matter what the number is, some coaches and inspirational speakers say the, the amount that you put down, they tell you to double it or triple it. So if you put down one number, they say double it, triple it, which you have to have to say. Don't get into the weeds with it. Like, oh, how am I going to do? Oh, my goodness, I'm scared to put down that number. And then your brain starts thinking about how, how, much, how many books I have to sell to do that. You, you have no idea. It can come. It could be with you not even selling a book, but they just want you to come across the country, across the world, to talk about how you wrote your book. Or what's in your book? $10,000 get paid. Do a class at a university. You have no idea how the money, you're limited in your thinking. And your ego and your subconscious mind is going to be, oh, my goodness, how, how are you going to do that? How are you going to? So you try to think, no. Just release, release yourself from the thinking of how you're going to do it. Just write down the number, put it in your magical box. You could put it up in your in on top of your mirror, and every time you see it, just bless it. Say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I already have that money. I already have it. It's mine because I know I'm one with everything. And then I want you to think right now that number. I want you to see it in your bank account. 
I want you to hear the automated teller tell you when you call in to check your balance, I want you to hear that number. And then I want you to ask yourself, how would I feel having that amount of money in my bank account, in my savings account? Say it to yourself right now. How would I feel having that money? Now I want you to think of what you would do with that money. Your philanthropic work you would do with that money. I want you to think of how many people would benefit from the money that you're making. Feel it. Who would benefit? Who would you be able to gift something to? Who would you be able to pay off their mortgage, their rent for three months? Who would be a benefactor of you creating the wealth that keeps coming up in your mind saying you can make that amount of money? That's yours. And you're you thinking, oh, how am I going to make all that money? No, do what you love to do. Do what you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. Do what you love to do. Put your heart and soul into what your craft is what your gift is, and then take the steps, be bold and courageous to make the phone call like I did when I wanted my cosmetics in the department store. They knew I didn't have any money. They knew I, I had a regular job. But I went into that buying office with so much passion. I told them with the kit and how many women of color would love to have this kit and they knew that they didn't have anything in the stores for a woman of color with a kit. Essie Lauder had their kits. Other Lancome had their kits around Christmas. But none of those colors, if you were a deeper hue, they would just go chalky on your face. It wouldn't be worth. You might be able to use one or two items out of the whole tray of colors. And I said, I was a traveling woman. I would like something convenient like that to take with me. And that's how the idea kind of came. But I asked for the idea. I came to California to be an entrepreneur. I love working for people, but I came to California. I left everything behind, all my people, my mother, my father, my brothers, my sister. Nobody was out here. I gave up so much to come out here. I just, I could work for somebody back east and have all my folks. I gave up everything to come here to be an entrepreneur, to live my dream. i got to start a business or either go back home. Either get on the horse or get off the horse. And then I, one day I was just walking, and that idea just came in my head. After I got serious, I have to think, what can I provide? What is missing? All of us are solving someone's problem. What would your services are? Your books are helping people to feel good, to read your story, to be motivated, to get away from their their pain and frustration. So they read your books and get lost in your books. We're all here servicing man somehow. So think of who would benefit 
from your money. And another thing for your vision board, this is another thing I share with my private. I'm going to share it with you all. Put on your vision board how many books you want to sell, how many people you want to affect, how many people you want to help. Put that on your vision board. I want to help 100,000 people in my life. Put that on your vision. I want my company to solve this, these many people's problems. Put that. I want to paint these many paint artist expressions where people, when they look at my artwork, they'll just be happy. That's how many people I want to benefit from my painting. 100,000 people. Put the number of people that were going to benefit from your dream. Don't just put up all the things you want in the middle. Put in there besides your picture. I advise my people to put your picture in the middle and then the things around. But then underneath your picture, how many people are going to benefit you from your talent, your skill, and your gift, and your calling? Put it under there. It changes the whole vision board. Now you're living for a purpose greater than the self. Now when you look at your vision board, you justify it. You say, yeah, as I accumulate all of this, look at all the other people who are going to benefit. Look at all the people I'm going to help. Of course I'm going to be able to make that amount of money. That's a given. If I service that many people, and I do great work. That number's already accomplished. That how powerful that tool I just gave you. When you get off this call this morning, this podcast, I want you to run to your vision board and just take a piece of paper. How many people are going to benefit with what you have? And breathe that in. Might be just a few people. It might be your mother, your father, your kids, your sisters, your brothers, your aunt, your uncle. I don't. It doesn't matter. It's what's important to you. These people are gonna benefit by me creating this. These people are gonna benefit by me reaching my goal. So breathe that in. Mm, delicious. It is rich this morning. Those of you that are desiring a house and a car, see yourself possessing that which you desire and detail it out. That beautiful house you desire, when you go to bed at night, you envision that house, you feel that house around you, you feel the furniture, you feel the kitchen, you feel the stove, you feel the refrigerator, you feel the bathroom, you feel the tub, you feel the floors, you feel the walls, you feel it real, you feel the what's outside of the window. Are there flowers? A pathway? Feel it. Feel it real. And then move on into sleep with that image, with that feeling. Oh, you're offering up a blueprint to the universe, to the to your subconscious mind, and it will go to work. And when you get that nudge to go and online and look for that house, do that. 
you get a nudge on Sunday after you get through eating and going to church that you're going to go to that new development, go. You don't have to tell anybody. Just go. Go and walk and look at the new houses that are being built or you see a house that is for sale and you're, you're driving. I remember one time I had this vision of a house that had columns. And I really wanted that house. I wanted that house. I wanted that house, and I had just left. I think it was um, Della Reese's Church. I do believe it was Della Reese's Church. And I got in my car with my daughters, and I said, "I'm gonna drive to Newport Beach. I'm gonna find me a house that looks like this." Do you know I got on the freeway? I went down to Newport Beach. I got off the off the freeway. I went down some roads, didn't know where the heck I was going. And do you know I found a house that was looking just like the picture in my head? Just being led. No direction. I didn't have GPS on the on my on my car. I had GPS in my heart in my North Star. It took me there. And my daughters and I, we sat out in front of the house and we looked at it, and I just said, look at that. Look at how the infinite could guide you to the house. You didn't go into, you didn't go on a computer to try to find it. You didn't get a book to try to locate it, to do your research. You just trusted. You just got in your car, was following the North Star, and it directed you, go up this, turn right. Turn left. I'm in, in no neighborhoods I've never been in. And I just was driving, driving. And then I saw white pillars in the front. I said, peace. Look at that. It'll lead and guide you. You don't even have to have a road map. That's all you have to do is listen. Turn right. Go to the next light. You're driving, going to the next light. Don't even know what your next move is. Okay, turn left here. Okay, turn it left. I haven't thought of that story. I haven't thought of that in forever. I'm, I haven't thought of that in forever. Oh, that's why I love the R podcast. It reminds me of all the magical moments that I've had in my life and how I know it's real. You just got to trust. You just have to trust. So in that bed, Dream up your beautiful home with all the artwork you want. Have uh, Mr. Marcus's artwork in there. Have Professor Karimu's book on your on your coffee table. Uh, have Johnny Proby's music playing through your home, or either Chisholm or Nikki, and just live the life in that house, in the house that you're in now. I don't care if you're in the car. How many times have you heard people living in the car getting beat? Beat to death just a matter Oh, that reminds me of one person we know, Tyler Perry. He should be somewhere down here where I'm looking on the beach, sitting there, crawled up, feeling sorry for himself that his father beat the crap out of him. Woe is me. I got beat up every day. Nobody loved me. I'm, I was living in the car, and then after I lived in the car, I couldn't keep the car, and I lost the car, and now I'm on the street. No, that's not his story. Uh, in fact, he's a billionaire. 
He didn't inherit not one dollar. He didn't have an inheritance. He didn't have a rich uncle, rich aunt, rich father, rich mother. He came from below nothing. Came from below nothing. Oprah was saying. Didn't have an inheritance. Had a hard-working father at a beauty, uh, at a barbershop. Had a mother that didn't really like her. But yet and still, how did they do that? He could be in some house with 59 kids being a baby's mama. You can believe that term. Not even calling our women the mother of my child. Look at where we have come. Referring to the mother of your child as a baby's mama. Oprah could have been that. She had been raped, molested for years. She could have just said, you know, this is just my, this is just, this is just my life. This is just my stay in this, in this world. I didn't have anybody to love me. My father, I went to stay with him when my mother couldn't control me anymore. Stay with my grandmother until she got sick, and then I couldn't stay with her anymore. And she was the only one that really loved me, but I knew everybody else didn't want me. And so I just have to have a horrible life. Check out people's stories. Most of the people that are out there, they came through horrendous, horrendous. And I do believe the universe picked as those people do that to show us, there's always a way. There's always a way. And the way starts in between your ears, what you're thinking, and what you decide to do and invest the time that you have here. Do you invest it? Wisely, or do you waste your time with small things, things that don't mean anything at the end of the day? Do you use your energy to do harm to yourself? Breathe that in. In the car as well, while you're in the bed at night or in your house, just think you have that car in the driveway. Feel that car in your parking lot. Feel that car in front of your house. Then at night when you're in that bed, see or even when in the middle of the day, sit still. After you give thanks for what you have, saying, I'm so grateful for what I have. Then you can go into a visualization, a detailed visualization of you being in that car, your hands on the steering wheel. You see the emblem inside. You see the steering wheel. You see the console. You feel the leather beneath that you're sitting on. You smell the fragrance in the car. And then go into a deep sleep or meditation with that image so detailed out, offering it up for it to be brought into this realm. Smiling as you're doing it, then look at I'm like 
that who created me. I am co-creating with the creator itself. Being so detailed on the things that I desire, I'm offering up the blueprint. I'm in expectation. I'm expecting it to show up. Unexpected love, unexpected joy, unexpected prosperity, unexpected house, unexpected car, unexpected, unexpected, unexpected. I'm expecting things to move in my direction. I'm expecting that. I'm speaking as the whole here. Expect it. Expect it to work out on your behalf in spite of what it looks like. Oh, it's working itself out. It's working out. In spite of what I see, it's working out. I'm going to come out ahead. No matter how far behind I look, I'm coming out ahead. I'm expecting it to all work out in my favor. I am one with the infinite. The infinite is my protector. The infinite is my supply. It is my sufficiency. It is my support. Breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring to travel, see yourself be doing and having anything you want, any part of this world. See yourself on an island with the with your lover, with your family, or with yourself. I love my own company. I love my own company because I know I am never alone. I sense the great I am. I call it my silent partner. Wherever I am, sitting in my house with myself, no TV on, no computer on, me reading a book, me studying, or me sitting silent, know that I know that I know I'm never alone. I feel the source. I feel the force all around me. Feeling at home than thyself. Needing nothing for me to get there. Knowing that all my needs are met. Feel that feeling. All my needs are met. Saying it collectively. So see yourself traveling, eating the foods, seeing the sights, hearing the dialects, the languages. Fully embrace it. And then when you think of, say, I've already been there. I've already been there. You've been there in your mind, so you're not even fibbing. I've already been to Paris. I had a wonderful time. Me and my husband, it was magnificent. We did all the things we wanted to do. Some of you may want to go to Hawaii. We'll say, oh, that trip to Hawaii, it was beautiful. I had a wonderful time. Me and my honey, me and my children, me and my daughter, oh, wow. And my girlfriends, and oh, we had a spectacular time. We ate these delicious foods. We went to the mountain. We went, we saw waterfalls as we were driving to Hilo around the other side of the big island. Oh, we had a fabulous time. Remember, before you asked, it was given. Before you asked, it was given. 
So speak as if you've already been there, just like that journal. I'd encourage you all to participate in that activity. You write it as if you've already accomplished it, done it, and you just keep reading it, keep reading it, keep saying it. Guess what it's doing? You are becoming. You are becoming in, in alignment with it. You are building it. You are, you are creating it within. And it must go without. In its own strange way, as Mr. Neville Goddard shared with us, let it objectify itself in its own strange way. It's your job to make it alive, to have the vision. Use your imagination to see yourself be doing and having all the things you desire. See your successes. The purpose, your purpose is to live to your fullest capacity. Your business, the job you have, is just a vehicle that allows you to do your mission here on this planet. Breathe that in, my beloved. Relationships, all those of you that would love to have a beautiful relationship with whomever you would love to have it with, hear them saying the things that you would love to hear. Remember, I've encouraged us all to break the old recordings, the old records that we've been playing over. If you keep playing it over and over, it's going to just keep manifesting over and over. If you're living in the past, it's just going to keep coming into your future and, to, and into your now. You're only going to be able to duplicate that which your mind has stayed on. So if you keep repeating the same old story about what the person did to you, how they mistreated you, how they disrespected you, guess what? You're putting that into the now, and the now is going into the future. And you're just going to keep repeating that over. It's going to be your groundhog day. It's going to be your groundhog day. You're just going to keep living it, keep experiencing that same experience with that person. Oh, but this is a new day. And if you're desiring to create something new, I want you to smash and rip apart that cassette, that recording, tear it up, rip it up, throw it away. And now I want you to create a new recording, a new cassette, a new vision, a new movie. I want you to, in your imagination, I want you to hear what you would want to hear from these people that are in your life. In spite of what you hear them audibly say, I want you to internally repeat over and over and over what you want to experience with these people. I want you to sit down in the middle of your day, and I want you to imagine a scenario I want you to imagine if you go over to their house, I want you to set the table before you get there. I want you to say audibly, and I want you to envision, oh, I had the most magnificent time with that, that person. Oh, my goodness, we had a fabulous time. Finally, my mother and father, they respect me. They love me. Whatever the relationship is, the husband, the mate, the ex, I don't even like I. Just so through with him. No, you. If he wasn't abusive, and you just couldn't get along, and you had a kid with him, a child, for the sake of the child, just say, Spirit, assist me. 
to create a new reality with this person. I loved him enough to have a child with him. And now all of a sudden I can't stand. Now when he calls, I'm rude. No. No. When would you like to pick? All right, I'll have you ready. All right, thank you. Make it have a good day. Yeah. Yes. It's true. You get what you give. If you give out a lot of frustration and anger, you cannot expect for harmony, love, and peace to come back from that. Whatever your scenarios have been with the people in your life that you have to keep, most of the time you have to keep our kids. You have to have the mom and the dad. Most of the time it's very difficult to get away from those people. If you want to change the scenario, Take this suggestion. It works. You might even want to write a letter to yourself. Oh, Mom. Oh, Dad. I just love you. Thank you for everything you've done. I'm so appreciative. You know, that's Neville Garters and a couple other um, people that I've studied that they said people did that. They were thrown out of a person's house, this one woman was thrown out of her her daughter-in-law's house, and she told her mother-in-law, don't ever come back here again. And the mother, the mother-in-law was just heartbroken because she wanted a relationship with the with the grandson. But the mother of the the son threw the grandmother out. Said, don't ever come back. She went to see Neville Garter. Neville Garter told her to write a letter. Write a letter and say from them. Write a letter from your grandson and write a letter from your daughter-in-law and put everything in there that you would want them to say to you, how much they miss you and they want you, they want to include you in their life. You know that lady wrote that letter and a couple months she kept reading it every day. Every day she was reading those letters, the ones that she wrote on behalf of her grandson and her daughter-in-law. And guess what? <laughs> oh, yeah, she was invited back to the house. Her daughter-in-law just felt the need that her son needed the grandmother, and she was willing to let bygones be bygones. Do you think that was an accident? No, the grandmother had stopped the whole scenario. She stopped saying, oh, my daughter-in-law, she's so horrible. She threw me out of the house and telling that same story to all her girlfriends. Devil told her not ever to say that story again. Write the story you want. The scenario you want with your daughter-in-law and your grandson, and that's exactly and more what she got. Study Neville Garter. Study Catherine Ponder. Study well, Joseph Murphy. So many of them out there. They counsel people how to repair relationships. They counsel people how to clear their hearts, become renewed. Renewing of the mind, changing the way they thought about a thing, and the thing actually changed. No joke. It works. If you work, you got to stay consistent. you got to let that old tape recorder go. That old record, you have to break it up. Discard it. Don't ever bring it up again. 
Say what you want to create. Use your words to create more life. Not more salt. Not more food. Become a master. Your words speak life into your life. Be that those of you that are desiring love a loving relationship with your partner. Write down all the attributes you would love to have for this partner. And like I shared with my daughters, I told them to be that that they and demand it from someone else. I shared with them, you be that person. You be that person first. Whatever you wrote down that you wanted your mate to be, that's who you become. That's who the attributes you take on. Let's breathe that in and see yourself doing all the things that you would love to do with your partner, with your lover, with your mate. And if you have a mate now, call call those things the way you want them to be. I call my honey, honey, It manifests into that. He's always been a pretty good My dog. My sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Listening. Even if you're saying it in your head, even if it doesn't come out, if you're thinking a thought about a person, they're receiving it on their receiver because we are all antennas. (laughs) We are all a antenna and a receiving dish. And we're receiving things out of the ether. And when people are talking about you, you can hear them in your ear, in the ether. Because you're one with everything. You're one with everybody. So let's breathe that in this morning, that loving relationship, hearing all the love talk you want, feeling love, feeling appreciated. So when you're thinking about people not appreciating you, I want you to change it, change it and feel appreciated, feeling appreciated. And then that wallet, I want you to see your wallet so crammed and jammed with money. I want you to see yourself skipping down the road because you're so joyful, so much at peace. When a bill comes in, I want you to bless that bill. I want you to write paid in full. I want you to write hearts on it. I want you to think of all the ways that bill has blessed you, has helped you to have a creature comfort or be comfortable in your home or even have a home. It's raining cats and dogs out here. I love paying for where I stay. Yes, indeed. I do not have to look for a tarp or some underpass to be in 
to keep myself warm and safe because there's no way when it's raining out there. So be grateful every time you pay for anything. Think of how it has benefited you and you change the dynamic of the relationship with the bill. And guess what? Your bills become easier to pay. And if you got a stack of bills, go through each one of them. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Paid in full. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Buddha. Thank you, Muhammad. Thank you, Yahweh, whoever you call the great I am. Or either you can just say, thank you, great I am. You are my provider. You are my sufficiency. You are my support. I believe that. I know that to be true. I know that I am never alone. What is my next move? What can I do to solve this issue? What can I do to solve this issue? Should I call these collectors and just, that, that's just magical. I won't even go into that. When you come from the heart and you call your creditors, guess who you'll, guess who you'll get in alignment with? You'll get in alignment with the, the sweetest, nicest person on the other end. Why? Because you have no hostility. You have no anger. You have no frustration. You don't have any of that because you know that when I make the call, you know that the great I am is going to align you with the perfect person who's going to help you solve your issue. You won't get the angry person on the other end because you're not angry. You're not frustrated. You don't feel hopeless. You pick up the con- You pick up your phone so confident knowing that the great I am is going to lead that phone call to the perfect person to help you solve your issue. I've done it many times. I got a ticket one time, and I didn't think I should pay that ticket. (laughs) Who doesn't? I was standing in my car waiting for my husband to come out of this house. He had to deliver a car, and I'm I'm on the street in Hawthorne, and I'm sitting in my car, and this cop rolls by, and I wave at him because, you know, I have no issue with, with anyone. I wave at him. And, and then in another week or so, I get a, a ticket. I said, what is this ticket for? I, I said, I didn't park in any kind of place. It was not. And they said in that particular part of the street in Hawthorne, you couldn't idle. You couldn't stand there. And I still thought I didn't deserve that ticket. I'm in the car. Why wouldn't the officer just come up and say, ma'am or miss, you're in an area, and if you don't move, I'll I'll have to give you a ticket. I would have just driven away, and I would have just came back around until my husband came back out. But he didn't do that. He gave me a ticket and rolled right by me. So I said, I'm going to go to court, and I'm going to plead my case. And, of course, I just asked the universe to align me with the perfect judge. And as I went up to represent myself, I explained to that judge that I had no idea. I'd never been in that part of town. I did not see any signs that say I could not idle. And I said, I really believe I don't really deserve this ticket. And I said, the officer rolls right by me. 
he could have came and told me I was in the in the wrong place or I was going to get a ticket. The judge looked at me, smiling, because, you know, I'm always kind of bubbly. So he looked at me, and he says, I agree. You do not have to pay the ticket. And I said, great. This is wonderful. Thank you. And my husband was sitting out there in the audience because, you know, people in there. And when we walked out, he said, Naima, really? I said, honey, I was not going to pay that $55 ticket. But I said, I just didn't think I deserved it. But I didn't go down there huffing and puffing. They gave me this ticket and I, he could, no, I didn't go there. But there's a higher power. As long as we're aligned with the higher power, that's the protector. It will lead you to the perfect people to help you solve your issues. So let's just breathe all this good stuff in this morning. Just breathe it in. So the mate that you desire and the mate that you have, speak loving thoughts. Have loving thoughts. If you need to go and see a counselor, go and see a counselor. And keep having loving thoughts. Focus on what you like about the person. And that will grow. And the other will die. But if you concentrate or focus on what you don't like, then that's the garden you will grow with that being. It's up to you. You can grow the flowers or you can let the wheat, because you know you don't even have to water, you don't even have to water or fertilize the ground to get weeds. They're they automatic. But you have to weed the weeds out just to keep the flowers. So keep your consciousness on high, high alert. For you to have that beautiful dialogue about everybody you come in contact with. Seek to see the divinity in each one of us. Not the hurt and the pain, because that's what you're seeing when you see all of that ugliness. You're seeing the hurt and the pain and the fear. But say, ask the universe, allow me to focus and seek the good in others. Let me seek the divinity in others. Let me seek the God in others. Oh. And then you'll see it. No matter how deep it's buried, you'll recognize it. And guess what? They'll recognize that you recognize who they truly are. So let's just breathe this in. And now those of you that brought your hand mirror. I want you to grab up your hand mirror and look at into your eyes. Look deep into your eyes and say, I, let's do the Honoponopono today, the Hawaiian ritual of forgiveness. So I want you to put your hands over your heart or either have your mirror close up to your eyes and say, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Let's say that again. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. One more time. I love you. I am so sorry. 
please forgive me. Thank you. And breathe that in. And now look deeper in your eyes. Those of you that did not bring a mirror, just look deeper into your soul. Keep your eyes closed or in the flicker of the flame. And say, I love you. And say your name. Say, I love you. And say your name. Say, I love you. And say your name. And breathe that in. And as you look at yourself in the mirror, breathing in and out harmoniously with the universe, there's nothing small, little, average, or mediocre about me. That should bring a smile on his face. There is no, nothing, absolutely nothing mediocre about me. And say right now, claim it. Something absolutely wonderful has happened to me. Something absolutely wonderful has happened to me. And I am so grateful. Now I want you to think of a few people that you helped along the way. A few people that you've helped along the way. Remember their faces, see their faces in front of you smiling, thanking you for helping them. Remembering some of the people that you've assisted and helped on your journey. And feel really good about that. Saying to yourself, my life is significant. My life, it does matter. Look at what good I've done for a few people I know, just a few, and just see their faces smiling at you and saying thank you. Thank you for being alive. Thank you for helping me when I needed help. Even if I didn't seem to appreciate it, that's all right. That's what you say. I know you're hurt. You're in pain. You're in fear. That was your imposter. But I seek to see the divinity in you. I seek the good in you. I seek the God in you. I seek to see the love in you. And the more that I seek, that is what I'll see. So you're all right. It's all good. Breathe that in. Let's breathe all of that in. You've unloaded a lot this morning. Coming in love with yourself. You've told yourself you're sorry. For any negative thing that you've said or thought about yourself, you told yourself you're sorry for allowing 
you're allowing other people to treat you like you let them treat you. Because basically, I was treating myself. You know, when you don't have guilt anymore, people are just responding the way you feel about yourself. Really. Once you forgive yourself and you set yourself free, other people will do the same. They will do the same. So forgive yourself for any and everything you thought you've done. Saying to yourself, I did the best that I could with the knowledge and wisdom that I had at the time. But oh, happy day, I'm free. I'm free at last. I am free at last. I freed myself for the universe, though that who created me, that what created me, forgave me a long time ago when I asked. Now it's time for me to forgive myself. And as I forgive myself, others will forgive me too. As I stop beating up myself, I won't have people around me to beat me up. Because I have come to peace. I have come to peace with me. I love me. I have become my biggest cheerleader, my biggest fan. I love me unconditionally. Oh, yes, I do. For anything that I thought I'd done was wrong, I have forgiven myself. I'm no longer the judge, the jury, or the jailer. I have the key, and the key is within my heart. And my love is overflowing in my my heart today. And I love myself unconditionally. And I'm proud of myself. Look at how I've invested time to understand me. The time that I've invested in all the books, the churches, the synagogues, the kingdom halls, the mosque, all the books I've read, all the studying of the Bible and the Quran and the Torah and every every other book. I have thought the truth to set me free. And I'm hearing through Naima this morning. It is time to set myself free. I have paid the price. I don't have to pay anymore. I'm a loving person now. I'm not the same person I was back then. And the people that were around me weren't the same people either. We're all different people. And we can create all new wonderful scenarios. So we can create more wonderful memories. So after this life is gone, all I leave behind is love. All they'll remember is the feeling of love when they were around me. I love me. 
embrace that, everyone. Embrace yourself. So just breathe that in, feeling good about yourself, giving yourself a little self-praise. And as you're loving on yourself, you stay in that space, that state, that image that you created of yourself, being in optimal health, having everything that you desire and more, feeling prosperous, feeling good, feeling joy, feeling happy, feeling peaceful. I want you to keep that new man, that new woman. Walk in that state all day long, forevermore, forevermore. And those of you that want to, you can just hug yourself. And those of you that want to just keep looking in that mirror, do so. As I say our announcements, the ultimate manifestation call, which this call originated from, is every day at 7 a.m., And those of you that want to partake in that call with our magnificent sisters and brothers over there, it is 213-233-3999, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The call is every morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The ultimate manifestation call, 213-233-3999. And I want us to really, and you do, thank you so much for sending love and light. But we want to send love and light and surrounding Pam, my dear friend, whose daughter has now Jocelyn, which we have been having her on our list for a while. She is in Torrance Memorial in hospice. So let's just surround all that their family with love and light as their beloved daughter is in hospice. And I'll keep you posted. And then I want you to send some love and light to my brother Steve and Bonnie. Iris and Maurice, Joan and her sister, Aileen, our beloved Aileen, Johnny and her family, Rodney and his family. His father has been gone for a year now. So we're sending a lot of love to you, Rodney this morning. We're going to include Carla, Carla Page in upstate New York from the Electric City. She came into my heart. So we're sending you some love and light, Miss Carla, this morning, wherever you are. And anyone else that you want to, oh, my daughter, Agina, who her eye surgery got moved up to March the 7th, I'll keep you posted. She's having surgery on her left eye for it to go back to 2020, but we're claiming that it's 2020 now. We're not going to wait for the surgery. We're claiming it now. 
We're going to give thanks. And anyone else, if you want to say their name, just say their name right now. Because remember, we can hear you. We can hear you. Send some love and light to Francis. Jocelyn. Ism. Ferrari. Neely. Oh, our beloved Dr. Deborah. She's still having challenges with her operation that she had on her knees and hips. Dawn, who lost both of her sisters and within six months of each other, and they weren't even six. Just all of a sudden, within six months of each other, she lost both of her both of her sisters. So Dawn, our third grade teacher in Long Island, was sending you a lot of love. Going to send some lot of love to Jacqueline. He's had a experienced the flu or some little bug. So we're sending you some love, Miss Jacqueline, upstate New York. Adina, sending you some love, knowing that you see clearly, see clearly what it is you need to do for your career, that you are being divinely guided. You too, Marcus, seeing doors open for you. You too, my sister Chevelle, seeing doors open for your biscuit business and your cake business and all the things that you're doing upstate New York. People are really enjoying her products. And well do we know that you're doing excellent. We're just so proud of you, what you're doing on social media. Such a big presence. We're going to send you some love too, Miss Shirley. Eunice, we're going to send you some love. Badly. Seeing all of the things that you have on your plate, all of them coming through, big time, big time. We're looking forward for you to get on this phone and tell us all the great things that are happening in your life. And Courtney and Daphne also. Alex, we know you're doing better mentally. Feeling good about yourself. Ashton in Texas, we know your book is selling like cakes, and you're doing well with your speaking engagements in Texas and beyond. And uh, I think I said Chisholm and Angie Bay. Um, seeing you well. Joy, seeing you well and doing wonderful. And we just want to say a prayer for all the people that had their houses damaged with the rain for the last couple of weeks. And we want to send out a lot of love to everybody all over the world. So with that said, those of you that are desiring a a demonstration or anything. Comment. Just star six yourself in. 
I just want to give thanks for every word that I've spoken. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Star six yourself in. So if you star six yourself in and, you, what, and, you, and you're talking, we can't hear you. Because sometimes that happens. Excellent call, Naima. Thank you, Mr. Marcus. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope that you really saw yourself doing your thing, <laughs> doing your thing uh, with your artwork and seeing people just coming up to you in awe of your gift and talent. Oh, I do. Oh, great. Nice hearing that. I have faith in you. I'm really enjoying this assignment. Yeah, so what are you thinking about the assignment? Do you feel yourself, um, do you feel any kind of, uh, anything happening or do you have any comments about it? Well, this, well, just a very good feeling and it's feeling real. Yeah. Yeah, the more you do it, the more it starts to feel more and more real. It does. It's amazing. It really starts to change the way you feel about yourself. And, what and, you're doing. and when I wrote out my dream life, I didn't leave out anything. Good, good. And you read it every day, right? You're loyal to it, right? Absolutely. Makes my day. Excellent. Excellent. So do you read it at night or do you read it first thing in the morning or just in the day? Well, sometimes I read it in the morning. Can. Sometimes I read it at night. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I attempt to read it in the morning, but sometimes if, if I don't get to it first thing in the morning after I do my meditation, then I definitely do it like in the middle of the day or whatever. And are you doing the three, six, nines? Well, I'm not able to do it while I'm at work, but I do it before and after work. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's good enough. That's what you want. So that's good. So congratulations. And how does that, do you say it audibly? I want you all to say, as you're writing it, say it audibly so you can hear yourself, okay? That's what I do. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I know if you stay true to this assignment, you will see a difference in not just yourself, but then, of course, when you see it in yourself, you'll start recognizing different things in your um in your world. Well, I already recognize something uh attitude change. Really? Yes. In in what way? Um in what way? Describe it if you can. Uh I'll just say I'm trying to think more positive, less negative. Ooh, excellent. And so you're becoming that person. Yes, basically. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. And, and, well, and most of all, it all feels real. Yeah, when you put it in the in that in the present tense, huh? Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All of my RTP people, um, when I kind of put this package together. 
I, I'm giving you what I do with my RTP and my coaching clients. I This is what I do with them. I get them to do the, the three, six, nines. Some of them are, are doing it in the opposite hand uh, at one of them. I do it the six because that's in the middle of the day and I'm more alert because if I try to do it in the morning with the three, I think I'm cheating myself. I said, no, nah, don't just do it the three. Do the six. And I don't do it at night because sometimes I don't do mine until late. And then I might be just too frustrated and, and not enough patience. But when I do the six in the middle of the day and I do it with the opposite hand, I'm telling you, and I think I had shared with you all what really um, – makes the, the the brain more youthful is that I brush my teeth with my left hand, the opposite hand, and I stand on one foot. <laughs> At first, I was like falling all over, but I've been doing it for over a year now. And um, it's brain research. And if you reach for things with the opposite hand, you are changing your brain and you're changing your balance and you're making your brain more youthful because you're exercising and activating different parts in your brain that you haven't been using. So then you start using the more of your brain and you become more alert. So, just what you've been doing, Mr. Marcus, are you have you become more alert at what you're thinking and in what yeah. states you're in? Yes, and I I come better at catching myself when I do have negative thoughts. Okay. Yes. Yes. And were you able to do the box yet? Not yet. I'm gonna start on that today. Yeah, because you could really make your box beautiful. <laughs> You're an artiste. You could really do something. I just got some little bling things and put it on my box. I got a beautiful box, though. Uh, it's yellow and white. And then I I had a card from my daughter that she had given me um, for a birthday or something, but it has butterflies on the front of it. And the butterflies have little diamond things, little crystals in it. And then my husband had given me a card a couple years ago because I love to save cards. So when you all send me cards, I save them. But in the front of this particular card, it had a heart, but it it was on top of something. So it was like a, a heart stuck on the front of the card. So, Mr. Marcus, I took, I ripped it off. And I put that beautiful heart with that front of the – I didn't tear up the card. I just put the whole card down in that. And then I have a little bling on it and little little hearts that shimmer. And uh, it's a really great pro- project because the more you can occupy your mind with what you do want, your mind has less time to be in stress. It has less time to be in want, in lack, frustration, anger, upsetness, guilt, shame, because you are occupying your brain 
and your subconscious mind with more productive thought patterns. So that's what all these right. assignments are for, is to keep you in the state, higher frequencies. And the longer you stay in those higher frequencies, you're training your brain to keep in the higher frequency because you keep doing it over and over and over. And so you have less time for stress, less time for worry. And most of all, you have less time to play that old record, those old scenarios, those old movies. That journal is really creating a whole new scenario, a whole new movie, and it works. And as you can see, Mr. Marcus has just said, it is helping you to stay in higher, higher frequencies. Is that what you know, it's funny you should, It's funny you should mention that. I, yesterday I looked at a, a YouTube video uh, explaining all that. A really good YouTube video of a, of a person that actually did that and it changed his life. What did what did the journaling? Uh, it was a YouTube video. Yeah. So what technique was he doing? The one that I was talking about, how he stayed. So what? What? Yeah, what, he kind of he kind of he he basically reprogrammed his mind, uh, tricked his mind into getting what he wants by immersing himself in what he wanted. Yeah, becoming at one. Because a lot of time immersing himself. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It it really works. So these exercises or these actions that I'm suggesting you to do, uh, is that's what it's for. And especially when you're going to to bed, that is the crucial time. Do not take worry. Do not take stress with you to bed. Oh my goodness, it's a killer. You must put on a YouTube or either art are recording, uh, say your mantras, those of you that have had the RTT, I don't care if it was a year ago, two years ago, get your recordings, put them on your ears. All of those things were designed to have you go into those states of consciousness and to download it into the subconscious mind as as Mr. Marcus was saying, merging you into that state of being. And the more that you do that, guess what starts happening? Your brain will automatically start going in those states. You won't have to to try to do it anymore because you're training your mind to go into those states often, repeatedly, repetitively, and as you're doing that, your brain will then start automatically because you're already on auto already. Your subconscious mind has already is on auto drive right now. It's just playing the old the old images, the old downloads, the old meanings that you place on your events in your life. Because you name those events, and then by you naming those events, you bring them even more to life. So by doing these 
activities, you are really allowing those memories to start to unravel and really break apart. And then they just start dissipating. And then you're going to have a whole new road system, highway, where your new thoughts are going to be running around on your new 405, on your new 95 freeway back east, for those of you that are in the east, or the 10 freeway, for those of you that are in the middle part of the country, and the 110, you'll start having those freeways with those thoughts. And that old freeway, those old thoughts, those old records, those old downloads will pull apart and they will dissipate and you'll have a whole new neural net system. So you're just layering it. So those of you that have the benefit of having had the RTT, please, if you're not listening to those recordings, please do so and and continue to do the assignment. And you'll have massive change in your life. So I'm excited for all of you that are have the willingness and the love for yourself to say no more. I've broken that record. I'm not even going to bring it up anymore. Anybody that did anything to me, mistreat me, what, I'm not going to give any more power, any more energy to that because I can't change it. I can't change any of that anymore. It's in the past. And remember what I shared with you about the message of Lot's wife when Lot was leaving Sodom and Gomorrah and God told Lot to tell everybody not to look back. That was the instruction to get out of Sodom and Gomorrah. That means get out of the bad place or the place you no longer want to occupy. And as you're leaving your 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 Sodom and Gomorrah, whatever that may be, the direction was do not look back. Well, Lot's wife did, and she turned to a pillar of salt. And we know salt is a preservative. Salt preserved her in that state. She looked back. So we must not look back. Don't resurrect it. Don't bring it forward. Don't tell the story. Don't be the victim. Don't mm -mm. leave it in the past. Keep looking forward. Stay in the now. Stay in the now is all I have. The past is gone. It's a memory. What I have now, and I know what I'm doing now, I'm going to meet up in the future. What am I thinking about? What am I feeling? And what the heck am I doing with my time? Am I investing it in something that's productive? Or am I still lingering in the past? If I'm lingering in the past, if I talk about the past, I know that I'm bringing it into the now, and the now is going to be the future. And that's how you discern. Do I want to bring what I'm thinking of in the now, because if I do, it's going to show up in my future. So if I want to have something new, and if I want to have something totally different, amazing, wonderful relationships, 
money, health, wealth, joy, peace, then I have to have my mind stayed on that. That reminds me of the other thing that says in the Bible. Meditate day and night. It's not talking about meditate day and night on your problems. Not uh It's talking about meditate. And it also says take no worry. What? Take no worry where? Take no worry. Don't take the worry. Leave the worry behind. When you truly have faith, you know that the universe has already worked it out for you before you even prayed the prayer. I heard one man, I was doing a YouTube last week, and he said prayer is not even for you to ask anything. Prayer is for you just to be telling the universe thank you. It's not even for you to be asking for anything. Uh, Nope. My prayer is I'm just giving thanks. Now, out of the prayer, now I'm going to say, okay, I'd like this, I'd like that. But the prayer is not for you to be, oh, give me this, and I want that, and I want this. No. The original prayer is meant for you just to sit and just give thanks. I already have so much. Thank you. Thank you for getting me up this day. Thank you for those people that love me. Thank you for my calling. Thank you for my my artistry. Thank you for my gifts. Thank you for my talent. That's what this one man was talking about prayers for. Not for you to go begging. It's pleading. If you're begging and pleading, you must think you're talking to your father and your mother. Because the first time you ask and before you ask, the spirit. I had a person tell me last week, you know, oh, I prayed really hard. I've been praying really hard. And I told the person, um, the the infinite intelligence is not your mom or your dad. Uh, it, it got the message. <laughs> we might have had to go and ask our mother and father 59 times for something, but that's not the same thing. And the person started laughing. So before you ask, it was given. So you immediately go into gratitude. I already have it. That issue is already already resolved. And then you have to act as if it's already resolved. No, you know, if I'm worried, I have to train my mind to stay on the Lord. Remember that one? You know, that my mind is stayed on Jesus, they used to say. That's just what it means. It means to have your mind stayed on the goodness, the goodness of the infinite, that all my needs are met. Whatever I need resolved, it is working its way out. I hear the voice. I'm obedient. I'll take the action. I'll do what I'm required on my end. But I know the great I am that lives within is leading me and guiding me through my North Star. And I will have resolved. And it is going my way. No matter how it looks, it's going my way. Mr. Marcus, did you get anything else out that you want to share? But I really appreciate you sharing that because I don't know how you all are doing, not unless you call me or text me or, you know, share it on the call. And I love when you share it on the call because others are listening. And I do not want to be the only voice on this call, on this on this podcast. I want your voice to be a voice where people can 
say, yeah, Naima said that. And then I heard Mr. Marcus, he had, he had value in that exercise or that assignment. So I'm going to do it. You know, so thank you, Mr. Marcus. I really appreciate that. I know you encourage other people who may not have started it. Uh, they will probably start it now because they see and hear that you are a great benefit. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And um, I'm going to post your beautiful picture, if you don't mind, on our text uh, thread. For people uh, oh, to yeah, that makes my day. <laughs> well, you know, I kid you not, at 2 o'clock this morning, I had to look at that picture again. And I blow it up. And I said, man, I should have told Mr. Marcus to to make to make a copy of it because I won't see it until I I I see my sister, which will probably be hopefully in the summer. I'll go to Delaware and see her, um, but I won't see the picture until I I go to her house. But I prefer it for you just to send it instead of it, you know, coming here and then me send. No, I wanted you to. I wanted her to get it as fast as, as she can. So I really appreciate it. It was far more than what um, I, I can't even believe because I told you how much I wanted to pay. I said, this is what I want you. I'm going to, I want you to do this artwork for me. And, and this is what I want to offer you for the, the painting. I thought Mr. Marcus was going to do like a little um, and it wasn't going to be little anyway. Mr. Marcus doesn't operate that way. But I thought it was going to be maybe like a little, maybe uh, 12 inches by 8 inches or something like that. And I thought he was going to do it in pencil because he does pencil work, and his pencil work is beautiful. Actually, it's, it's a combination of color pencil and airbrush paint. Wow, well, you, I tell you, oh, my goodness, you just you just did your thing. So I was, I was speaking to one of my nieces late last night. It was probably about 2 o'clock her time and about, no, it had to be about 3 o'clock because it was almost 1 o'clock my time. And I sent her the picture, and I said, look at what Mr. Marcus did. And we were texting each other back and forth, and she <laughs> Before I could even text her, do you see the detail? She texted me before I could text my text to her. And uh, we just was like, do you see what he did? This is amazing. And then yeah, when I got in the market. What is, is that you, Pooh? Yeah, his work is marvelous. I thought it was Isn't it? when he sent yeah. it to me first. And I had to look at it again, and I was like, oh, my gosh, no, that's him. That's his. Because <laughs> I sent you, because my sister, she posted that picture on it on Facebook last week, I think it was. I think she, she posted either last week or the week before. And when I saw it, I said, oh, my goodness, this looks just like <laughs> So that's yeah, I, I sent you. So I sent you his 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 expression, and then I sent you the pictures that Malika had on her Facebook page. And I was just when 
Mr. Marcus sent me, texted me that picture. I was astounded. I was just blown away. It was breathtaking. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it on our thread. And those of you that are not on our thread, I'm going to post it. Um, I'll, I'll text it to you so you could see uh, Mr. Marcus's work. So any of you that have work that you, uh, something that you want to do special, because this is for her birthday. And usually I will send her, like, some earrings or something like that. But Spirit put that in me. Get him to do this picture for her. So I don't know what I'm it all curious. means. Would you say, I'm, Mr. Marcus? I was curious. I was curious. What did I get for her birthday? Oh, it, we missed it, but she'll get it. It's this month. Okay. It's this month. I think she's February the 1st. Okay. Yeah, but she's like me. She celebrates all all month. I, you know, when you get to a certain level, you need to just be celebrating, celebrating your birthday every day. Hey, I got another. I got another day here. That's a birthday. Yeah. So she'll. So she. But I think she. I know she's just gonna be blown away, Mr. Marcus. Well, tell her I said happy birthday. I surely will. I surely will. I sure. I'm. I'm pretty sure she'll probably want to call you. I'm pretty sure she's going to want to call you. Uh, That's fine. I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah, she's, uh, I know she's going to be blown away because when she was, um, when she was in high school, she was an artist. And uh, she could draw really well. And uh, we thought she was going to go to art school because her Uh art teacher just loved her art expression. Uh, So she, she was, you know, she did that quite a bit when she was younger. I don't think she does any artwork like that anymore. She does sing, and uh, she's really creative. So she'll really appreciate the detail and the amount of work and time it took you to do that. I had no idea. I just thought you were just going to sketch out just a little sketch. I knew it was going to be spectacular because, like I said, I've seen Mr. Marcus's work, and it's always amazing. And then I have a picture that I commissioned him to do for me couple years ago and I said I love I love waterfalls and I love water and I'm looking at it now and it just brings me so much joy and then he put birds little birds that are like flying in between the mountains and then in between the mountains there's a waterfall there's a couple waterfalls streaming down the side of this mountain into the blue water. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you did that with pencil, right? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yes, I know. But the blue, but the the color of the water, I did spray it on airbrush. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. Everything else I did in pencil. Yeah, I love how you, in the water, underneath the water, like when water is clear, how you can see rocks. Yep. I love how underneath the water I can see rocks, uh, and um, so that it's just it's just gorgeous. So I'll send this picture to everybody, so you can see. So any of you that has uh, anything that you would love to do this special, because like I said, this is very special. Um, you, it's not your ordinary kind of gift. 
I'm working on some somebody that somebody want me to do a line for them. Repeat that. Say that again. I, I would say I'm working on a piece of art for some for a client now. Uh, somebody down at work wanted me to do a painting of a lion for them. Excellent, 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 excellent. I'll just I'm just excited about you doing this assignment because I'm telling you it's it's gonna it's going to accelerate accelerate. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. Mm-hmm. It's going to accelerate, and just don't be surprised if people call you out of what they say the blue to to be a part of events, to display your work, and to do work. No, it's funny. Uh, funny you should build, uh, you should say that. That's what I have to do right now. That something's going to come out of the blue. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the, and the, it's coming right on out of your subconscious mind. That's where it's coming from. By you putting your mind on what you want and off of what you don't want. And, and being consistent. See, that's the thing. You have to be consistent in manifesting what you desire. And you don't have to yeah. totally like just think about it all day, but you want to be in those, those higher frequencies because remember with the C's candy, I didn't. I just said to the universe, boy, I would like for one of my clients to send me um, a box of um, <laughs> a C's because I went over to my daughter's house, uh, who's the doctor, and one of her one of her patients gave her a big box of C's candy, and so I, when I was eating one of the candies, I just said to the universe, I said, wow, I would like for one of my I just said it like just offhanded. I said I'd like one of my clients to send me me a, a box of candy, and I kid you not. That Wednesday, that was a Saturday, I think, or Saturday. No, it was a Sunday. And then Wednesday, I had a client, and then that client asked me, "Did I like Sue's candy?" I didn't even say anything about it. I, didn't, I said nothing about candy. I said nothing about the trip that I had over my sister, my daughters, nothing. She just came out of the blue with, she's going to be there, and do you like C's candy? And then had enough nerve to have a picture of some of the candies and ask me which ones did I like. I said, look at the universe. I did not have to beg for it. So don't don't think you have to beg for anything. Just say what you desire. And just let it go. Because when you're begging for it or really, really, really wanting it, you're really holding it. You did, you've got to let it be free. You've got to let it go. So you say it, you write it, and you just let it, just let it fly. Let it be lofty. Don't make it heavy. Don't make it heavy. No, the universe is not like our parents. Some of our parents we had to ask over and over and over things and so we got our training from that experience but no it's not the same as our parents or your aunt or uncle whoever else or your boss keep asking them for a um for a raise no just I wanted to say you want I wanted, go ahead I wanted to say uh that was that was a great analogy what you said about tuning to the right frequency in terms of radio station 
Oh, yeah. Thank great, you. Great analogy. Thank you. But didn't it make it real clear? Yes, it did. Yeah. That music is playing all over, isn't it, Mr. Marcus? Yes, it the is. The music is playing. We just can't hear it. It's like a dog whistle. You know how they do the dog whistle? We can't hear it. But that sound is there. And everything you want is here, right now, in the ether. You just got to tune in, dial, dial in to what you want. But I tell you, if you can just stay in a peaceful and joyful place and not the worry and the frustration and aggravation and, in, and definitely not in the past, if you can be disciplined enough to let all that go, and say, no, I'm choosing, I have the power of choice. I'm going to do this, this, this assignment that Naima shared with, with us. She's been generous enough to, to give it to us. She didn't charge us. I haven't asked any one of you to send me a dime for all of the things that I'm sharing with you about these things that I share with my clients. I didn't say I'm going to do a master class. I'm going to charge everybody, you know, $49, and you can come on a master class, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm sharing with you that the universe, spirit, and I always follow spirit, and spirit said, Naima, this package that you have for your clients, share that with your podcasters and then i said well is it going to be a master class no no you're just going to be generous and you're going to just share this with them and those the ones the thing is is that sometimes when people don't have to pay for things they have no skin in the game so you know what they say about when you give something free people don't do it they don't appreciate it but when you have to when you have to invest your money in something, then people use it. <laughs> then they'll use it. But if they just kind of, some people, if they just get it free, you know, they'll just use it here and there. They're not very serious. But once they have to use their money to invest in it, that's a different level. That person is going to be more serious about what they're doing. Because is it now if I took the RTT and it was free, I probably probably maybe would have quit. I mean, I didn't know it was going to be as intensive as it was, and I surely didn't think I was going to have to take an assessment test. It was going to take like five or six or seven, eight hours at the end of the year. I had no clue. I just thought it was like these other little master classes and classes that you can take, and you know, you just go in and you go on the on the Zoom and you right and you do your little thing i didn't know you're going to be tested we were tested all the time all the way through and then we had to demonstrate what we knew did we comprehend the system because uh, mr mr uh, mrs uh marissa pierce no joke and so we have to be evaluated way be throughout the whole year of what we've learned and we have to take a test after every module after every module, I had to take a test. And then even in between the module, they just, they would just, because uh, it was computerized, so they, it was just a pop-up a pop test would come. 
you know, pop-up test, and then you have to take that test to go on. Well, probably if I hadn't invested so much money in that, I probably would I probably said, oh, no, this is just, this is more than what I bargained for. But because I had to pay and I couldn't get my money back, which I wasn't even going to anyway because I'm not a quitter. Usually I'll follow through even if I'm, you know, having challenges and wanting to quit. I, I usually I don't quit. I just keep going. But, yeah, and uh, after that 30 days, you couldn't get your money back. And I'm telling you, it's very expensive. And I said, now they're pro- now it's probably up to about 15000 Now it's probably about 15000 now because every year it goes up and up and up. And, uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, when you invest, you definitely gonna take advantage of it. Um, so I'm happy to hear, cause I've asked in the invite, I said, those of you that are doing the exercises or the activities, I'd like to hear some feedback. So, Mr. Marcus, thank you and congratulations, um, that you're you. doing the assignment. And you will be blessed for your investment of just your time. And uh, so, but I'm, I always follow that voice. And it was like, help. There's going to be some on the call, on the podcast that was going to do it. And those that don't, that they're just not ready for it. But I'm going to do what my higher power says. So I said, okay, I will gift it to them. And, um, you know, you, you can, you, you gift these to them, tell them the system. And yes, it's in your part of your RTT, uh, and your coaching package right now. Uh, but those of them that are ready will take advantage of it. And some of them may not have the $47. Who knows? Who knows? I don't get involved in that. Because I look at all of you as rich. <laughs> I don't look at any of you as poor. Mm-mm. I look at all of you, that you can afford anything that you want. And if I did anything different, I'm doing a disservice to you. If I think of anybody struggling and poor, then I, then I have missed the, 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 the boat because none of you are. All of you are wealthy whether you realize it or not. But since we know the truth about you, we know that you can be, do, and have whatever, whatever you dial into. Yes, indeed. So all of you are wealthy, very wealthy, (laughs) very, very very wealthy. That's the way I see you because that's the way you were made. You were made in the image of the infinite intelligence, and the infinite intelligence is definitely not broke, not poor, not worried, not scared, but is in always 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 living in abundance yeah so mr marcus any other comments oh that's it i incomplete well i really appreciate it because you use you usually just say a few words 
but I really appreciate you appreciating me sharing this great gift with all of you. And that is that 369, the box. Remember, I even gave you another tip or another biggie, and that was on your vision board, on your photo album, besides having the pictures in your in your um, face in the middle, picture of you in the oh, middle. How many people you that my dreams and help? Yes. Do you see the value in that, Mr. Marcus? Do you Absolutely. see how that changes instead of just Absolutely. having pictures? Go and ahead. I even got that actually I even got that in my uh my uh life uh dream. I wrote that I wrote that down in there. Excellent. 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 But you know a lot of people have their vision boards and all they have is what they want and that's cool, but I want you to up level yourself. So when you put down the people through your service, through your offering through your talent, through your skill, how many people are going to benefit from what you have to offer? Then you could say, well, like in Mr. Marcus, if if a thousand people purchase my my artwork at $10,000 per artwork, yeah, I could become a millionaire. <laughs> but if you're just That's pulling numbers out of it, you get I love it. I love it. Why not? Why not? We see people all the time having artwork, and I thought it looks like they just threw some, some, and you know, because I go to Getty a lot. I haven't gone. I used to go every year for my birthday. I would go to Getty. Well, I've been there three. I've been there three times too. I love it. I love artwork, and I I just. I love it, and then I go to the one I go to the museums on on Wilshire. I used to take my children there on I've Sunday. I've been there too. Yep, and we'd have a little lunch. I took my children to the Getty. Remember the Getty, the original one that's on um, on PCH, almost near Malibu. I don't think that I've been to that before. one. Okay, that's his house. The first Getty Museum was his house and that is you know where gladstones is on peace on pacific coast highway going up towards malibu past yeah. sunset boulevard yeah. well about a couple of miles from sunset boulevard that still going up pch pacific coast highway you'll see it says getty museum that was his house, and from there, they they built the Getty Museum that we see off of the 405, but the original Getty Museum, and they still exist, and you have to, you, you have to call to have an appointment to go into the property, and it's gated, so you'll come to a gate. And my daughter wanted to see the iris by Van Gogh when she was in high school or, or, or junior high, a Rashawn, the doctor. She wanted to see the iris 
if anybody's an art buff, you know that the iris is a very, very exquisite and beautiful painting and very popular, one of his most popular pieces. And so I find out, okay, they're going to have it at the Getty Museum. And we go up there. His house is massive. His house was wow. massive. Out I hope you can go, Mr. Marcus. You have to go. Actually, I so, plan to go. I've been wanting to know where that one was, is. Yeah, yeah. So just go online. You have to have, uh, you have to, you know, uh, have, I guess, um, reservations to get in. So you get to the gate. You'll tell them who you are. You'll drive up the long, beautiful driveway up, 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 up to the property. And then you get out, and then you go through the house. They got all these beautiful artworks from all over the world. Um, then, if you when you go outside to the terrace, it's like you're in Europe. A long, long, beautiful. It's all. What do they call it? Reflective pond. It's like yes, yeah, reflective pond. So it's like a very long pond. And then they have statues in there. <laughs> that was his house. Yes, yeah, so definitely, if you can. I haven't been there in a long time. I was going to go there a couple, what about maybe about last year. I said, I think I want to go back to the original one. But I do love the 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 big one. I love that one. And I go very often. And I usually always go my birthday month. I won't go on my birthday, but that's part of my birthday celebration is to go and just embrace all of that artwork and be in the company of other people that appreciate art. And so that's why I'm just so adamant about you realizing your dreams. And I know it's all mindset. That's all that parts everybody is is mindset, is that. You just have to believe that your artwork is valid. And once you start knowing that the artwork doesn't come from you, it's not of you. It came through you, but it's not of you. It is from the infinite itself. And that's why I validate. That's why I love what I do. And I don't, I don't pay, I don't um, take it for granted because I know the gift is from higher source. It's not from the intellect of Naima. It is from an infinite source of how I can work with people. And it's not cookie cutter. Like it's not where I talk to everybody the same way to, de to deal with their issues. It's catered to that person. And of course, I always ask the universe to give me the perfect and the most appropriate questions to ask my clients. So it is definitely catered toward to them and their needs and what resonates with them because even the words that you use can resonate with people differently. And so, like you were saying, when I explained to you the frequency, you real it really brought it to life for you and and to understand it because it has to be it has to be where you want the people to understand it. You don't you don't want to be like like a scientist where you're talking and you're telling you're sharing things, but people can't really get wrap their head around it. My prayer is always, like with my book, it's 
Naima's simple path to peace, self-compassion, and love, 12 principles to creating a fulfilling life. That is the book of the 12 principles, that if you use those 12 principles, you will see a shift in your life. And uh, so I want it to be where people can really understand what I'm saying so you can take that understanding and then build on it and create more of what you're desiring and less of what you don't want. But I want you to understand in this life, there are things, if you ask for a certain thing, there is a price to pay. If I wanted abs, I can't think that I'm not going to be having to do some kind of ab work, like to get my my six-pack. That's going to take a lot of work for me to get that six-pack. It's going to take a lot of sacrifice. I may not be able to eat the donut. I may not be able to eat all the bread that I want. I'm going to have to give up something to attain something. So you want to say, I have to give up something in order to attain something. And if you are desiring to create a a, a massive something, you have to say to yourself, there is a process. It's going to look messy sometimes. It's going to look messy. It's going to look like everything is tearing apart, falling down, and you're going to feel like sometimes you're going to have a, a nervous break, breakdown. But you want to remember there's a process in me becoming that which I have envisioned. And for me to occupy that space that I want to occupy, I can't be the same person that I am right now. Because if I'm the same person I am right now, I'm going to have what I have right now. So there is going to be a crucifixion, so to speak. It's going to take place. It's going to be. You're going to have some mishaps. Uh, you're going to have some things that happen, and you're going to go, what in the world? What the heck is happening? But you you have to say to yourself, oh, this is part of the process. It is my crucifixion. It's me being nailed to the cross. It's me being uncomfortable. It's me being in pain for something. But in this process, that is the price I pay to move forward. If I want to, if I want to swim in that ocean, I better practice a lot before I get in there. Because if I just jump in there thinking I'm going to swim in that ocean, I'm going to drown. So the process would be for me to go to a college, take swimming lessons, um, control the damage I would do to my body, you know, because I've done that. I thought I wanted to learn how to swim, so I did that um, after my children were adults, by the way, and um, went to El Camino, and I practiced in the baby pool, and then after I practiced in the baby pool, then I went and got in the bigger pool, Um and it's the same process. If there is a price you have to pay, it may be uncomfortable. It may you have to face some fears. It was very fearful for me to go from the baby pool to the other pool because there was no place in that big pool, that Olympic-sized pool, that I could stand. There was no place. It started at like six feet. I'm only 
I'm only five. So I can't stand anywhere in that pool. I had to have faith enough that when I got in the pool that I had the technique to swim. And that's the way you want to look at your life is that for me to create something different, there may be some, a lot of things falling that seems like they're falling apart and aggravating me, making me feel worried and fear. But if you're not able to manage your fear on that level, don't fool yourself and think, oh, if I become a CEO of my company and I'm making a million zillion dollars, that I now all of a sudden I'm going to have control of my emotional state. You won't. If you cannot control the state you're in right now with what you have, do not fool yourself into believing that if the outer changes, then I would become a new person. You would be that same person and you would be inadequate. You would be inadequate to run that company. You would be inadequate to be a coach. You would be inadequate to be a counselor. You would be inadequate to be an artist. You wouldn't have the tools, and you definitely wouldn't have the consciousness. So learn to ride the waves. That's what all those biblical stories are for. Uh is for us to learn to be masters of our own of our own mind and knowing that whatever's happening, you call it the way you want it to be, not the way it is, and continue to do that until you have your breakthrough. Until you have your breakthrough. Moving. Until you go, oh, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm a much better person because I did go through that. I'm a much better person that I went through that pain and suffering because now I have more empathy. Now I know that I can manage my emotions. I do know now that I don't have to react to the circumstances, that I have discipline enough to know that I can move beyond the circumstances. I have the knowledge and wisdom to know that nobody can make me feel anything without my consent. So I can do what those biblical lessons are. I don't have to be offended. I do not have to take it personally. That it really doesn't have anything to do with me. And you only get there by having human experiences that gives you the opportunity to let go of that kind of not understanding to garner a different type of understanding to go into wisdom. So I hope I explained this back pretty good. <laughs> well, your, your, your explanation there kind of reminded me of my military days uh, when I joined the Marine Corps. I prepared myself physically before I went, in, went into the Marine Corps. Excellent. Excellent. But you knew that there was a price to pay when you got in there, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's always a price to pay. Ask ask Kobe Bryant, ask LeBron James. Ask LeBron James what what is was the price he pays to be in the club that he's in. There's always a membership fee. Now everybody might want to play like uh LeBron James. But if they don't do all the work that LeBron James does, and not only that, but he's then he's talented too, but his talent gets him so so far, then it's your work ethic. Then it's your work it's ethic. Funny, it's funny you should mention it. 
Le- uh, LeBron James had just watched a movie, uh, Terry, about him. Mm-hmm. Is it on TV or did you have to go to the movies? Oh, it's, it's a true movie. You probably heard of it, uh, Space Jam. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I, I didn't really. It was good. It was great. It was great. I love special effects, and that was special effects universe. Okay, because I know Michael Jordan did that, and then they brought it back with Miss Le- LeBron James. Yeah, I yeah, watched that too back in the. I watched that one too back in the day. Yeah, me too. I saw that one. I haven't seen LeBron James, even though I really, I really um, appreciate his. He's just an amazing uh, person, really. He really the, is. The, the Brown James version, uh, I think, is is even better than the Michael Jordan version. Uh, they okay. look like they really put a lot of they put a lot of work into that one. Oh, you know, it's probably very expensive. Well, the technology has changed so much. It looks expensive, uh, Mr. Marcus. Yeah, the technology. They, I look at movies now. And they're just, you can barely, when they do a monster, they do, you know, the special effects stuff, you can't even tell it's not real. That's for sure. Yeah, they have really brought it to life. Really, they have. Uh, so, and you can bring it to life just like them, because that was somebody's idea. That was somebody who had imagination. And look at all of the Marvel uh, characters now. Back in the day, when uh, he was writing all that stuff, like I, I think like in the 50s and 60s, the technology couldn't do what it does with Spider-Man. But now when you see Spider-Man, Spider-Man looks like he's really doing what he's doing. Uh, you know what? It was a dream for me because I've always been a Marvel uh, fan. I've been reading uh, yeah. Marvel comic books since I was a kid. Yeah, my husband too, Mr. Marcus. He 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 just loved him. So when all of those things came to uh, Stan Lee, because you know he was in every one of his movies. <laughs> he would do he would do a oh, yeah, no Yes, no Stan Lee. He was something else. What what an imagination! Um, yeah, he was a and, genius in my opinion. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Oh my goodness! All of those characters, uh, all of them. It's just amazing. And can you imagine if they did Superman now? Sometimes I look at the Superman, the old Superman, George Reeves, and it it looks so like, wow. Look at the way that looks. And we know. Actually, they have done Superman. Yeah, they they have. But I mean, like in a TV series. Because remember, it used to be in a TV series. But anyway, they have done. Oh, I think they do have a TV series now. Oh, they do. Okay, see, I, I bear, I, I watch a little TV, not much, but um, I when I do a watch TV, series yet, but I haven't even seen a TV series yet. But I want to start tuning in, and I hear it's really good. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Can you imagine the special effects now? He can uh, go faster than a speed bullet, <laughs> and it won't look funny. It, it'll look like, yeah, he's really running that fast. So anyway, you all have dreams and aspirations, and the only the only thing that's preventing you from realizing yours is because you haven't invested the time uh, in yourself, because it has to come from you, like Mr. Johnson said to me. He said.
said when I asked him, were you so successful, Mr. Johnson, because you were around such successful men? And he said, young lady, that might have helped, but it has to come from you. And when he said that to me, it went to my, my soul. <laughs> and I said, oh, my goodness, what journey am I going to have to go on for it to come through me? But I knew it was going to be a doozy. That's for sure, because I have high high goals and high aspirations, and especially when you want to help other people change their life. You, have, you want to be a person of integrity, and you want to be able to show them and assist them with tools that they can change the trajectory of their life, that they can actually create more of what they do want. And not only that, but help them to navigate through the treachery, through all of the things that may happen, all of the disappointments, because they're going to come. You're going to want to quit. If if you're doing something and you haven't wanted to quit and you haven't been crying, it, it's, it's, it's not big enough. <laughs> It's not big enough. If you're doing it comfortably, it's not big enough. you got to be crying. you got to be thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm going to lose my mind. Because part of that mind has to be lost, matter of fact. You can't have all that mind going to where you want to go or you'll never get there. So you have to lose some of that mind. That mind could take you where you are now, but it might not be able to take you the rest of the way. So you may have to lose some of that mind and gain some new mind, new mind with new, with new understanding, new wisdom, new, new information for you to realize your dream Absolutely. and to realize how amazing you are as well. So thank you, Mr. Marcus. We've been chatting. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. I love you and thank you so much. And I'll settle with you on Wednesday, okay? All right. All right. Thank you so much. More than what I had expected. You know, Mr. Marcus, you're like God. <laughs> when I when I ask Spirit for something, it always gives me more than what I ask. And so I go like, Mr. Marcus is becoming like that. I get him to do one thing, and it comes back like spectacular. More than what I could even imagine. Jeez. Yeah. That's what I like Job to deliver. Well done, my brother. Would you say? That's the way I need to deliver. Well, job one, well done. Job well done. And so gifted. And we're looking forward to coming and support you, Mr. Marcus. So keep us posted. We're, we're coming. Uh, Chapler's yeah. coming. I'm coming. Professor's coming. Uh, who else? Um, who, some other people might be coming. Eunice and. We'll do, I'm sure all all of us will come, those who live in California, and support you. Just let, just let us know. All right. You make it a really great day, and thank you for all your comments. I really appreciate it. All right. Any other comments? What would you say, Mr. Marcus? I say just glad to help. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. It helps everybody on the call. You helped a lot of people on the call. The important thing is that. Yeah. And I'll definitely be there to support you. I, I really enjoyed uh, the conversations this morning. Uh, your uh, testimony has inspired me. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
professor. Thank you. Thank you for all your, your continuous support. Our professor is one of the founding fathers of this podcast. Uh, like I said, sometimes things get very, very challenging when you're on your journey. And sometimes when I felt like, well, you know, maybe maybe this is not something that I'm to do. And I would be thinking, nope, you know, Professor, he's constantly coming. Pool comes, Mr. Marcus. You know, no, keep going. People are getting something from it. So I really appreciate it because it shows me that uh, what I'm doing is what Spirit has really has led me to do. And it wasn't my intellect that's telling me, but it's really the Spirit. So thank you, thank you, Professor. I really appreciate you and your dedication and you sharing our podcast with the Ultra Manifestation uh, callers to invite them on our call. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Anyone else? Okay. Everybody, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. Really appreciate you. Take care of yourself. Please be dedicated to your own dream, to your own self. And I will talk to you soon. See you next time, next week, same time, same station. For those of you that would love to join us live, you would email me or either just call the call number. And the call number is 310-299-0120. And the code is 774831-POUND. Thank you, everyone. Everybody have an absolutely great week. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to you all.